Guys, we've got a lot, a lot of Timbits in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Timbits. So stay tuned. Uh, I'm George Boutsalis. And I'm Ricky Liordi. And on this episode, we had the lovely Carlin Domi on. Uh, former equestrian superstar, PR extraordinaire, entrepreneur, risk taker, and uh, solo eater so- traveler. Solo eater. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Not, not afraid to have a meal by yourself and make friends. Um, Carlin, thanks for again for coming on. This was a fantastic conversation. We really dealt, uh, dove into a, a wide range of topics, but uh, yeah, uh, very fascinating. So uh, stay tuned, guys. Uh, enjoy the episode. We had a lot of fun talking to her. So my pal Rick, who we got? Yeah, no, uh, like Georgie said, she was awesome. And we'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors. The first, Kind Magazine. They just released their new December edition featuring Maddie Matheson, Dogface, uh, Elias Theodoro, and most importantly, your pals. Your pals. Talking about some of our favorite podcasts and, and why we got into this and, and some of the favorite things about it. So check it out. Make sure you go pick it up at your local dispensary or check them out online at kindmagazine.ca. We'd also like to give a shout out to our other sponsors, Tight Knit Clothing. Guys, again, check them out. They make some awesome gear, especially during this time. It's very important to support local. So check them out at tightknitclothing.com. And my pal, let's freaking go. This close? Yeah, you or even closer? Well, I feel like I'm... Move. No, get comfortable. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love this. First Ooh. podcast. First podcast, yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm kind of worried about what you're going to ask me. <laughs> no, no, don't be worried at all. Don't oh, be worried man. at all. This all is right. the best part. Okay. I mean, we said this so many times. It literally is a conversation amongst friends, amongst pals. Yeah, new pals. New, new pals. pals. Kind yeah. of new pals. Kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys kind of know each other. Yeah, we go way back. Way back. No, well, that's how, so that's how Dill, uh, that's how Dill ended up on the podcast. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah Dill Moss. Shout out to our friend Natasha. Oh, wow. Yeah. Natasha so Nat, You of, set that up? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's well, actually? Well, actually, Nat did. Yeah. Nat did. So not yeah we we talked about this but I knew Natasha from when I was growing up like she was like young 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 and then went uh, went to Western and I kind of knew some mutual friends yeah and then we just kind of like what randomly like, comment on pictures or whatever and then uh, yeah she messaged me kind of beginning of the year yeah like hey we got Dylan ago, yeah. can we get like, can we get him on yeah and actually so weirdly enough today I'm going through my phone and I'm just scrolling through because. Um, so I got rid of like Instagram a while ago, just deactivated it for uh-huh. a bit. So I'm just trying to get, get like, my PR person is hearing <laughs> that saying like, that is I try to like to me. Trying to clean up my contacts. I get it, so, I get it. <laughs> so it's a holiday, so I'm trying to just make sure I like, didn't miss anybody if I have to message anybody. So I'm going through all my old texts. I'm like scrolling through my phone like, did I forget people I'm not talking to? <laughs> and I actually, when the time we, you... Dylan came over. You're yeah. like, Dylan's there. I was like, Carlin, don't. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I probably should save his number. So you have my number. I do. <laughs> there we go. So we're friends. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. That's uh, hilarious. On a funny random note too. Mm-hmm. So Dylan, we were just talking about getting um, Akeem How Alou. fun is he? He was fun. But you know the problem is we did him via Skype. Oh. Or Zoom or yeah. whatever. He Sorry. didn't come into the studio, Dylan. Did he? No, 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 he was the fr- he, he was one of the one, first ones. He was, I think, our first Skype one. That's, yeah, you know what? I think you should have him back on here because he should. his personality is yeah like well, so much more in person, and he's the he's such an amazing guy. He's doing like ten different things at once too because oh, he's totally. working with Blades of Glory, Blades of 
What's uh, the show called? Battle of the Blades. Battle of the Blades. Yeah, you my dad. Was yesterday. My, my dad was actually on that. Really? How did he do? Yeah. He. Had, well. You know what? I think he was good for the ratings because yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was the most Him graceful skater. It's like pretty funny, but yeah. Uh, yeah. We were just talking because I was talking about the show yesterday because we we're gonna we we're gonna get or try and get Akima Lu on, and I I played hockey against him as a kid, and um, we we're talking. I literally that night or last this, shoot, this is last night. I opened my phone. I look at Dylan Mosovich is there on. Battle of the Blades. No way. Yeah. Like, what a yeah. small world. I yeah, think yeah. he's helping with the skating and the, the pros. Choreo and, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's super talented. Did you he's, play any sports growing up? I did. I did not play hockey. I've never. Just obvious question. I know, I'm gonna just going to say. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never played hockey. I've never actually put hockey skates on. Yeah. I Respect, think my, though. You know what? My family, uh, they just left that to my brother and that was that. Um, he's doing all right. Yeah. He's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's doing all right. Go Blue Jackets go. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, you play? so I played soccer, soccer was kind of my thing. And then, um, I was actually a competitive horseback rider, which is so odd because it is a sport, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my brother and I get in arguments about it and he <laughs> thinks it's a really expensive hobby, which it totally is, but it's a sport. Like I competed since I was seven years old and wow. that was my thing. Yeah. Do you yeah. still, do you still do it all? I do. I actually have oh. a horse right now. What? Um, yeah. Where, where's, yeah. what ranch are you at? She's so, you know what? It's funny. So ranch and like stable, they're kind of different. Oh, are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I'll educate it. Like horse 101 right here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> equestrian. I equestrian. Mean, it's not, yeah. no, where's not horseback riding? I yeah. dated, um, an equestrian. Uh, wait, 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 is that the right word? Yeah. What yeah, is yeah, the word? An equestrian. Yeah. yeah. An equestrian. Right? So yeah. a sports called equestrian, but the person that does it is also called equestrian. Like, a questionist? Yeah, yeah, I guess what? it kind of depends. On, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why. It's yeah. a verb, adjective, yeah. noun. Can, can yeah. we fact check that? <laughs> Jordan, hit us the fact check. <laughs> what do you call so, someone yeah. who does yeah. equestrian? I uh, So I dated uh, an equestrian. Rider. Like it's rider. a rider. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew nothing about horses. I, 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 I'm a city kid. Like, yeah. Born and raised. So one day I went out to watch her when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. I'm just like, you know what? Again, it's a, it's. I thought it's a hobby, basically. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you go out there, you ride around. How hard could it be? Make the horse jump, and you know, that's it. You <laughs> yeah. around. And she, like, I'm watching these people, and they're getting so mad with their horses. And then my ex girlfriend goes, and she's. So she competed. Uh, she did compete. Oh, okay. Like her whole life. That was her sport. Wow, actually, I, I wonder think. if I know her. Uh, Becca Mahaffey. I well, no, I don't. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Becca. I should have just <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry. but yeah. So she was big on. She had a horse. I can't remember the the horse's name or the. She had a horse, not a pony, mm-hmm. because there is a difference. There, there is a difference. There yeah, is a difference in size. Yeah. Yeah, the ponies are just small. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how I. Yeah. They, they are different. <laughs> uh, no, because you would think a, a pony's a baby horse. Ponies are people think horse. yeah well yeah, yeah size wise yeah. but uh, everyone thinks that it's a baby horse and it's like no no no, no. that's a foal that's it's a, a what sorry a foal f-o-w-l yeah i'm i'm already learning is that right or is f-o-l it's irrelevant uh fun you know fun fact i actually used for two summers went to horseback riding camp did you really i was really young boys for like no i was not i was young my sister would go what kind of horse were you riding this horse is big he's solid not a pony i would have killed him i was riding a donkey no i was i don't know how old i was my sister went and like i we used to go to like, like it's too cool. I gotta go too. No, my mom's like I don't know. Sent me and my all of us to horseback riding camp. Yeah, but the rest of you guys were That's the rest of your you know Georgia and Yanni weren't thick children. Yeah, yeah I was big. They gave me the sturdy <laughs> horse. Um, but yeah, I did that. I don't know how old I was. Was it somewhere in Mississauga? Anyways, hmm. I don't remember. I, I, I honestly I was terrible. I was great terrible. Fun fact. Yeah, yeah. 
That's, that's a good one. That is funny. Full of surprise still, pal. Did you, uh, did you get a pair of like riding pants? Were you sporting those? No. The tight pants? Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't like sweat pants. I wasn't like I was like, I want to see a picture intense. of that. The outfits are really cute though. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, they're... You see women in it, I'm like, man, that is attractive. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> and then they get up on ride this like 500 I pound mean, beast. Because, and they're like, yeah. shit. Maybe because they're so tight. That's yeah. definitely yeah, why then, like, I the, the helmet is yeah. cute too. It's not like, you know, hockey helmets, I don't think are attractive. Like, Have you seen... You have to wear a hairnet. Oh, you have to wear hair. So yeah, when you compete, like my hair would—I mean, I've always had really long hair. You have to tie it in a ponytail, and then you have like this whole hairnet, and you stuff your hair in. And I've always had a lot of hair, so (laughs) I actually have to get a bigger helmet to fit my hair in. And I look like I'm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. (laughs) She's like, so funny you said it's attractive. Were you ever? Because like I've seen. Like when you watch, I guess I've seen highlights of a question. You see people like if the horse hits the thing or yeah. falls or people fly off. Like has anything ever happened to you like that? Like, uh, totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so when I was a kid, my parents, um, like I started riding when I was seven and then I started competing not long after because I was like, I'm bored. I need something to challenge me. And oh, Wait, sorry. There's two yeah. types of competing. The one yeah. that's... So the ranch. So that's kind of where we're okay. starting oh, off. Okay, at. So I know. Ranch is, is more of like the Western kind of riding. Okay. So that's where you have the, you know, you're any sort of cowboy is like that's a ranch um whereas i was an english rider so i did show jumping okay and uh yeah i i competed on the circuit here and i did some riding in the states and my parents never you know it's, a, it's an expensive sport so my parents oh, yeah. it's gonna um cost a couple thousand just to keep the horse fed yeah yeah actually stable totally and it's it's one thing that yeah. i I was, uh, when I originally started working in PR, you don't really make a huge salary. Right. And so I opted to live at home and uh, pay rent for my horse rather than actually pay rent wow, for myself. Respect. Yeah. So I did that for a while because I couldn't afford both. And um, my horse, my parents always said. Horse I, was living better than you. Oh yeah, totally. Or Kaylee. <laughs> her name's Kaylee. Kaylee. I yeah. Like her, it. yeah. She's, uh, she's quite. She's stubborn. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to swear. You're but yeah. bad mouth. Bad mouth. Your horse here. Yeah, she, I'm not going to. But um, my parents, since I was a kid, never really wanted because they're so. It, you know, it's such an expensive sport. So um, they said, well, if you want a nice horse, like you got to train it to be good. And I said, like, who do you think I am? Like I, and I'm a city kid. Both my parents are not farm people, not horse people. They have no idea how I got into this like sport. Um, so yeah, so when I got into it, I was obsessed and they just did not know what to do. They're like these city folks going to the farm and <laughs> it was just so out of their element, like completely. But uh, I stuck with it and yeah. And now my horse is actually pregnant. What? <laughs> yeah. That's Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, uh, she got injured last year and uh, I couldn't really. Can't ride. Do it. Yeah. I can't ride for 12 months, the vet said. And I said, what am I going to do with this like horse? She's, I'm not going to just surgery wasn't guaranteed to help with anything and so i decided to breed her so i've never this is a whole new thing i've never bred a horse the extent of me and riding is my parents just didn't want to they they didn't want to put in that money to to pay for a made horse and so i always had the ones that i had to train and uh and yeah now i'm gonna have one of my own that i get to train from yeah, wow. that's exciting. <laughs> that's a little baby. Yeah, I'm gonna have a little fool. Do we say congrats? <laughs> do we say congrats? Like, uh, that- soon, yeah, yeah, wow. I guess well, congrats. so. She'll that's be uh, born next spring. So, or, or he? I have no idea. I'm kind <laughs> of crazy. hoping for a little. A, a guy, not yeah. a little boy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Is there one like? Are, is it? Is there like a thing like guy or like guys, male versus female horses? Is it easier yeah. to train, harder to train? Well, it's funny because my so my horse now, Kaylee, she's my first female horse, and because honestly, they're 
bitches. Like they are <laughs> full on. They're super difficult to deal with most of the time. And when I went to go try her, it was a really crazy situation. I finally got to the point where I, you know, I wanted to invest in in a horse for myself. And when I quit, well, I guess I, I'm not a quitter, but when I stopped riding, my parents said, okay. Like, Competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, um, I guess it would have been in grade 12. So I was going to university and my parents said, you know, the next time you get a horse, we're not, we're not helping you. So you better start saving up because we're not, you know, we're done. We've yeah. done, we've we're tapped out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I waited seven years. I did not ride for seven years. It took me to like save and, you know, really kind well, of it's also got to be tough when you're in school right yeah. where did you go to school sorry i went to western oh yeah <laughs> 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 <Woo>, mustangs <laughs> what year did you, sorry what'd you take and what year did you graduate so i started in mit same i hated it did you finish same, <laughs> same. yeah i did you not hate, I, I hated MIT. oh my gosh i mean Don't sorry I, mean, like, and then my MIT I didn't story. finish it oh my goodness no. no i like did first year and i said get me the hell out of here really? it was yeah Wait, out of five MIT? essays a week it oh, was out of crazy. mit you switch, you switch programs that many oh, okay yeah i switched programs i i did the mit program i remember so I, I knew i was going to western and then i had to figure out what program at western i wanted to mm -hmm. go to because when i went to visit my brother he was two years older i had the best time in my life like grade 11 and Ricky just exploring London with my fake yeah. ID. Best, best weekend of my life. Do you guys look alike? Uh, no, I had a fake ID from someone else. Dante oh, really? DiUlio. Never forget. Shout out that guy. <laughs> he actually messaged me the other day about the podcast. He's like, you know there's a spelling error in your in your title? I was like, yeah, I do. But we're kind of like... Wow, second, guy, second person yeah, noticed like, that? Yeah, I'm like, actually second person noticed it, but we're kind of going with it until yeah. we rebrand. So <laughs> I had his We're ID. never changing it, by the way. Yeah, no, never. I like yeah. the mistake. In Imperfectly, sorry, sorry, perfectly to imperfect. Sorry. Has anybody ever? Have we said it on this story on the podcast? No, so there's a typo it. in our in, in our, our logo. thing. So we put pals, yeah, but it's it's we put like possessive, but yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be no apostrophe. Right? No, it's, it's apostrophe at the end of the s. Oh, it's because it's the pals podcast. Oh, okay. I don't know. I I probably this is 100 percent George's fault. I think you just own it. Yeah, for sure. That's what we do. I mean, I meant to do it this way. So like we are imperfectly perfect. Oh, I get. Oh, okay, I see now. You're supposed to be. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So our it, buddy, it so Vishal, Vishal gets a shout out every episode, but Vishal was like, "Hey, like, well, as soon as we released the logo, like, second episode, he's like, you know, you it's misspelled.' And we just approved uh, like, the logo we did not on Fiverr. Yeah, yeah, we, we did not know this. We from now at this point, we've made sweaters, t-shirts. We have ever. Like, it's all over. So you know what? You got to own it. No, we yeah. part of the brand. Um, yeah, but yeah, I did the MIT program there, and after so. I decided I was going to Western. My mom's like, oh, this program sounds cool. Media Information Technoculture. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's like a media communications it's program. It's called techn I it was technology. Techno technoculture. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does that even mean? Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea. I still couldn't tell you who Karl Marx was when I was yeah. in that program for yeah, four years. For, yeah. So oh, my mom's like, this program sounds good. It's like the communications program. At that point, I wanted to get into media and communications. I yeah. have a passion for marketing. And I said, you know what? This is, this is my, my go. I'm going to do this. So first year, the, you take those three courses. That's it. Oh, my God. That's yeah. it. You have like three half credits. And they are so dry. And they're terrible. And I How remember. How much rating? Pardon? So much rating. So much rating. I don't read much. Yeah. So, And I, I'm, not, I'm not a good essay writer either. But <clears> apparently, I, I was okay. So I took Italian in first year, which I took it in high school. So I uh -huh. got like a 98 in that or something. Wow. So my grades technically were really good. So I made it into the second year. So I made it in and I'm like, you know, I should switch into business. Like having a business background is always a good idea. And then my mom's like, oh, maybe stick it out. They say people get better. It gets better in a second. And I'm like, and if I don't, like people would think I got kicked out, right? Because like I didn't do well in the MIT courses. So I was like, everyone's going to think I got kicked out because I, I'm not a good essay writer, but I had this Italian 98% mark, which yeah. carried me. So I stuck with it. After second year, <clears throat> I remember staying in third year because there was two courses I wanted to take and they sounded good. So I stayed in third year. 
And then after, when you're in third year, okay, might as well finish this stupid course. I'm, yeah. I'm one year away. That's why I wow, stuck with it. And I hate you. it. Good for you. Good for you. I hate That's amazing. It. I, uh, Anybody listening, do not go into MIT. We yeah. Are, we are the proof. <laughs> I mean, I failed it after first year. So yeah, that was, well, I guess. Actually, not failed. Yeah, not failed. <laughs> you, I like, should, there's half you, the you don't worry. I got put on, I got put on academic yeah. probation You have to meet like a certain requirement. And it's so subjective, this essay. Honestly, it was it was awful for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thing is, so I think it was half the class gets cut. Totally, right off, that's like, exactly gu- what happened. Guaranteed, yeah. half the class gets really? cut. Yeah, and if the upper half, you have to, you have to get. I think it was like a minimum seventy five percent with your top four courses. Yeah. So you got to drop one. My the one I dropped was biology, and I passed with a fifty in biology. And then I had Italian that raised every other mm-hmm. mark up to, I ended up finishing first year with like an 80. Oh my God, that's incredible. Because I had this 98. Yeah. And everything else was like high 60s, low 70s. You're smart, man. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I, like, <laughs> I scanned the system. Took, I took <laughs> grade, props. Yeah, I took grade 12 high school. Uh, grade 12. Grade 12, uh, grade 12 uh, Italian. Not so smart. Yeah. yeah, it's a grade 12 Italian. Yeah. I, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, what'd you switch into? So um, I, I actually wanted to drop out. I like re- really hated school. Hated um, school or hated Western? Like, hated, or hated not, like London? You Sorry. know what? No, London was fun. I loved my friends there. I The academic system there and how they mark and the big classes. Like, I was in that law class. There was 900 kids in my, my class. Um, that was not my kind of learning. So I just felt like it wasn't conducive to how I am as a student. And I love learning. I love learning and I will always continue to learn. But I think being at Western, it was just not the right fit for me. I should have probably gone to a smaller school, which is really bizarre because I was actually going to McGill. Like I, I accepted and was going to McGill and I switched last minute because I got into MIT. So everything wow. happens for yeah. a reason. You're probably sitting in the MIT class yeah. like, holy crap, I can't believe I did this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could have been in Montreal right now. Um, yeah, so it was a, a bit of a whirlwind, but I, um, I switched into sociology because I figured oh sociology you can take sociology of marketing of sports of and I just I need to constantly have something new like I get so bored especially at school so it was the perfect course for me but I actually did the four-year so this is the thing about MIT is you had to take so many of those courses in first year and I took random I had no idea what I wanted to do like how the hell are you supposed to know what you're going to do when you're that age 17 you know what I mean like yeah please you're 17 years old deciding what you want to do in university exactly and so I got there and I was so overwhelmed I had no idea what I wanted to do and I took all the wrong courses like I wish someone would tell me or you had some sort of prep to get you into university and understand like what kind of courses you can take and based on your interests and so I had no, I was taking the most random courses. Give us an example of one. Like what's a random oh, course? Oh gosh. I like, so astronomy, like why the heck? I mean, sorry to anyone who's, <laughs> <People are> like, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> but I, that is not something that I am like good at. I took uh, geography of the great lakes, which was super informative. I think I took that And actually. I was one of my best. <laughs> I actually switched out. I, I actually was in business to start and I switched to geography after okay. I think I took, it I don't was, know the geography of Great Lakes. I took geography of tourism. Oh yeah, I took kill, that one too. Kill that Great course. course. Yeah. Great course. Great course. Yeah. Like going to Western, yeah, take you go to Western, course. take that course. I got like a 98 or something. It's a yeah, joke. Me too. Literally so traveling. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Um, Hot tip. But to your point though, yeah, I honestly agree. I th- I do think that, um, you know, personally like where I got to today, it was a result of everything, like things I oh. learned yeah. more like 
being at Western and being like in Western, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all totally. like literally all my friends now, I kind of everyone mm-hmm. I know and, and communicate with, I've either met at Western or as because a result of, of somebody there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the practical like life skills and just kind of like getting all that young phase out of your system, like, and just not knowing how to navigate social settings and people, all those things. That's what you learn. Manage money. Yeah. Now yeah. I didn't oh. learn that. It's still not good. It's still not good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think even personally, like my, I grew up in like a, like an entrepreneurial house. My you know dad's in business. So I was like, I want to be a businessman. So I went to yeah. business. business. But honestly, in hindsight, like I, I don't think taking business is not, did you it's take any of the pre-Ivy courses or anything? I did. I was actually pissed. I, was, I thought I was going to get pre-Ivy and I was like resentful going to Western because like the cutoffs, mm-hmm. like, if they'd be like 90 plus, I was like yeah. 89 and a half and I was like, maybe I'll get it and didn't. I was bummed, but anyways, you know, I was, I got over it. But I think, you know, even that, <laughs> I did take a lot of those. I'm like, like Moss, totally Moss digging at Western right now, but <laughs> honestly, even that situation, like I, I look at, I took all those, I, not that I, I didn't even apply for like the pre-Ivy thing. And yeah. to be honest, if you're applying it's not really worth it. Like, because you still have to maintain that average yeah, to yeah. get in. Right. I wouldn't have gotten out. Yeah. Neither would I, first I wouldn't have either. But, yeah. um, my best Same. courses at Western were those, pre- I just took them cause I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I just took them. They're my, my best classes Oh yeah. because it's people, you know, project yeah, yeah. based and it's actually <coughs> totally how the real life and the business world works. And I think that they really set you up there to succeed yeah. and help you. And I just think the rest of those massive yeah, courses, not so I, much. Yeah, and some of those big box classes, like a 900-person class. Some people, that's how they learn. You yeah, know, some people totally. Just yeah. have you know, the big screen, the lecture, the teacher, professor, whatever, teaching. And that's how some people learn. Some people don't. Some people want to ask questions. Some people want to engage. Some people want small groups. So I agree with that. I would also counter that, though, in that... I not this is not for every course in university because like you know like the sciences the going to healthcare going or going to like medicine all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff you are like you're learning trying to retain but a lot of what you learn like you can get by through university if you're good at having discipline and memorizing because yeah. a lot of it is not like you're not I don't remember what I learned like I learned life skills at university I did I don't know like I took business I took accounting and like I'm more teaching myself now how to read spreadsheets and like P&L statements and all that but I learned that from like working at the companies I work yeah, at school of hard knocks there I literally learned I wouldn't say the hard knocks but I just learned from like application like actually yeah. doing so I know people who went to university like I have no, nothing against it again it's you learn a lot but I have some friends who are just really disciplined and could just sit and focus and read and retain it all and then just go and spit it back out yeah. whereas like I can't do I can't sit still it's and read it's for a certain type of person I think for sure that's, and certain that professions per- yeah and exactly and obviously we need those kind of people in the world and for sure. I'm just not school and that yeah. was not for me I agree. But. I'm more like a, I have to like be. And the funny thing is now I actually like my mom. She was joking, like well, not really a joke, but she kind of like brings the fact that like I. She's like, you read more now than mm-hmm. when you were a kid or when you were in school because now no one's telling me I have to do it, and I just like will go you pick up something. Up. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I'm like okay, I'm reading this. I like this. Let me go read this now. That makes ties into this. Not like here's a bunch of stuff. Memorizing, go do a test. Because what does a test prove that I know that I could memorize the work? Yeah, like, exactly. Man, basically, yeah. Anyways, we're yeah. on a rabbit hole here. I, I wanted to ask: Did you go to? Did you do a postgrad after? No. I oh, feel like just the way you were talking, I feel like you That's went to like George Brown or uh, Seneca, one of those. No, I no. was going to ask the same but thing. But I should have. Like I should have not. No, no. Well, I, sh- I think should've. I should have gone doing, to. You're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> not, not like you missed out now. You know, no, you live in the slums or something. No, I think I should have gone to a smaller school originally, and I think. Um, so I went to a great school, like high school here. I went to um, Bishop Strong, which is an all-girls school. At BSS, I went to St. Mike's. Oh my God, okay, yeah. So I went to VSS, and they just set you up to 
it didn't matter what kind of student you were, they had the tools and the people and the teachers and they really set you up for success there. And so I think in a way they told me, they said my learning style was not going to be, I was not going to do well at a big school. And I, I had always dreamed about going to school at like Boston college, like massive schools. I actually applied to some U S schools and, um, one of the guidance counselors just said like you this is not for you like you I have a learning disability which is sequencing so for me the order of things like does not make sense and um so they told me that like I had special kind of requirements and stuff and they said a big school is not for you and it's gonna make you like we've really built you up here in your confidence and you've come to this point but if you go to a big school you're kind of gonna start from scratch and it's not gonna be conducive to like how you learn and they were totally right. They said that from day one. <laughs> you were probably like 17-year-old you. Was probably I was like, just oh, like, no, they don't know what they're talking about. I know myself better. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to McGill or Western. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My mom and my mom to this day, she said, you know, BSS totally warned you. But I was a kid and I made my own decision and I'm not really one to listen. So, well, here I am. Yeah. It's yeah. actually not so weird. I actually, I, I was in a similar situation. I think you know this story, Rick. Maybe. Um, I was yeah, like, maybe, maybe I don't because I didn't know. <laughs> you rode horses, <laughs> horses for two years. Fun <laughs> fact: I kill it. Oh, so <laughs> you literally did kill it, probably. <laughs> no, the horses. Yeah. Um, I actually think that happened to me when I was in grade ten. So in, I went to a Catholic school. When you go from grade ten to eleven, you take like you go from like was it applied academic to like university college. Yeah, yeah. So I was applying to university courses. I want. I knew I wanted to go to university. I wanted to be a businessman. I wanted to go to university. All this stuff. And I remember I applied, and my guidance counselor calls me in and goes like, "We can't authorize this. Like you're not." you're not cut out for university. I remember like, I tried to stay like stoic and look at them. I was like, okay. I walked out, cried, called my dad. And I was Aww. like, my parents can't, the next day were like, guns blazing. Oh, like my dad is like, he's a little smaller, but he is like fierce. He came in, he's like, you're going to put him where he wants to go to university. Mind you, I worked my way through and got yeah, it. But, totally. and at that point, hearing that kind of like, humbled me a bit and made me work harder. But in hindsight, like, again, I didn't learn a lot from school and, mm-hmm. and like college application of like more small classrooms that might've benefited. So, Shut up the guidance counselors. Maybe they didn't yeah, know something. Honestly. I always thought mine was wrong, but <laughs> my guidance counselor, uh, Mr. Trentadue, I'll never forget That's that. A good memory. Mr. 32? Yeah, Mr. 32. That's his last he, name. You guys I'm, both from St. Mike's? No, I went he to Loyola in Mississauga. Oh, okay. So I remember, I, want, I, just, I had my mind set on Western. Like, it was a done deal. I, at St. Mike's, I was like a high 70s student. Maybe like high 70s, low 80s. So I, to get early acceptance, you have to be like 85 or something, mm-hmm. like 90s. You have to be like one of those super smart guys. And I wasn't, flat out, I wasn't. But I played a lot of sports and I did. I was like a big school guy, right? Like I, was, I did camp Involved counseling. And, yeah. yeah, and I was one of those. So I remember I applied. I applied to Western six times. Six different, I applied two at King's College, one at Huron, three at Main Campus. Wow. Yeah. So I applied six times. I'm like, that's I'm going there. Oh, that's Western amazing. six times Western, Western six times. Sorry, I zoned over for a second. That's crazy. It was wow. MIT. Um, like one of those like basic programs, yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Business, I played a one. King's College, King's College, and Huron. I applied six times to Western. How many did you get into? I'll tell you a story. So, <laughs> I uh, so first round of acceptances come out, didn't get one. I got I had Laurier, I had McMaster, I had all, all the other schools that I, I applied to. I applied to like twelve schools. Wow. Man, same. That's you got I applied to everything. Shoot I didn't know where I wanted shoot, to man. go. Really? That's yeah. Was like, the only I one I didn't sure. apply to was Queens. Oh, Queens I, I, McGill. I, same. Queens. I didn't apply to Queens. I didn't apply to Queens. I was gonna apply to McGill because I, I didn't want to. But Queens I didn't apply to. Yeah, like, I did not either. I'm like, I don't want to go to Queens. Molest them. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Too far east. <laughs> Too far east for me. <laughs> yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. I, so my yeah. the, so first round comes out, and my my guidance counselor, who's also my football coach, he brings me into his room, and he goes, "Ricky, there's a special award every year for student blah 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 blah." 
uh, and it's between St. Mike's and, and Western. And I don't even remember what it's called, like President's Choice or something. So I won this award. Oh and he's like, God, it basically incredible. guarantees your acceptance. Wow. And I was like, well, it didn't because the offers just went out and I didn't get one. And Perello got one. And Perello was my, my... Was a lot smarter than yeah, you, buddy. He was a lot smarter than me. And he was like my roommate. We know like since September. Like, we're living together. We're going to be best friends. We were best friends. We lived together. It was awesome. But um, So I get this fictitious award. I didn't get a piece of paper. I didn't get an actual plaque. I got nothing. He just said, oh, you won this award. I'm like, wow. sick. So then a week later, I got six acceptances on the same day. That's Damn. incredible. And that's why I went to Western. It was... One of the best decisions I've ever made in my life, minus the MIT part. Yeah, but you hey, got I wish through I did it. Business. Hard I got work. Through it yeah, that's incredible. Just that's like, honestly I, I just an accomplishment to. in itself. Just yeah. getting but, to that program is tough. Yeah, and the reason why I asked you about um, George Brown or, or Seneca, one of those, because I know so many people in the PR and marketing industry that yeah. they do one of those post grad programs. Yeah. And I did one actually at George Brown. And I can confidently say <clears throat> I learned more real life skills at George Brown than I did at West. Sorry, not real life more real practical. working yeah practical skills at george brown than i did at western yeah i remember my first co-op i did it with this company called sdi marketing and i was on the gatorade account which was super cool i'm you know young sports guy that's really neat my yeah. main focus was gatorade and hockey right so i'm like this is unbelievable and the first day they said and we have a team meeting they're like okay we're gonna do a swat analysis and i'm like fuck i know exactly what that is because i did that at george brown like a week before mm -hmm. it was like my, one of our on our assignments I still, to this day, have not heard someone talk about Karl Marx. <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole MIT program at Western is based around Marxism and Karl Marx. Yeah. I've not had one yeah. conversation about him since. I well, know. It's also you put yourself in situations you, of things you want to talk about, or things like you don't talk politics and, and theories I like that. I talk politics every now and then. I'm just saying. I'm not yeah, saying you like, don't know, but I'm saying like you don't get into it. Like you you know can. I mean? I, well, I yeah. can because I actually still couldn't tell you who Karl Marx is right. 10 years later, <laughs> yeah, but fair. That, that's why I'm asking. Right? It's just yeah. interesting. I feel like I learned so many more practical skills at George Brown. It's totally through experiences. I mean, I think yeah. I look at, I was so fortunate in that I, um, one of the best things I ever did was my dad uh, has lived in New York for years and years. Um, and so when I was 18, no idea. I was just kind of, I felt defeated with school and it just wasn't going well. Like I had a really like 88 average in high school and then I went to Western and I was <coughs> hardly passing. So it was a pretty big shot at my confidence. And um, then I, my dad was living in New York and I said, you know, I wonder if I could get like an unpaid internship there just to get some experience. And I was 18 and I flew, <laughs> in the middle of exams to New York and I got a job at um, a PR firm. No idea what PR was. Like it was so foreign to me. Um, I've always loved fashion and style and it was at a fashion boutique PR agency in New York. So I went, got the job, she said, can you start? I said, I'm actually still in school. Like I have to finish my exams. And she said, okay, we'll fly back out here. It's unpaid. Um, you'll get you know some products here and there depending on what clients you're working on. And that was the best thing I could have ever done. And I was 18 years old and that was, that experience set me up for, you know, what I'm doing now. And it was not school. Like it was literally yeah. just real having life. real life. Yeah. So was that, that was what the year before you went to Western? That was, no, it was at what oh, I was, she said 18. That was yeah, it was, oh, sorry. I was 18. Oh, sorry. Oh, so it was after, I was just trying <laughs> yeah, to do it sorry, after yeah. first so year. It would have been. Actually, no, no, I just figured, assumed. Yeah, no, sorry. it was, I would have been 19. Sorry. My apologies. Yeah. 19. So after first so year. So after first yeah, year. Yeah. Okay after first yeah, year yeah. i was in new york wow. by accident like on a complete fluke and 
that's how I got impure. It wasn't Jeez. anything to do with school. And then I wanted to drop out because I said, well, why am I like I should go to a George Brown PR specific college or, you know, get a degree in PR because I knew I wanted to do that. So for me, it was really challenging to kind of truck through Western because they didn't have anything that was in specifically to like marketing communications. They MIT, MIT, which I already failed, like I already got out of that. So I was and you're like, like yeah, I'm not going back. Shit, what am I going to do now? Yeah. 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 So I just trucked through and I don't know how I finished, but I finished. Good friends, oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I love that though. Yeah. And I really love that. So then after that internship, that just kind of sits you on the path where you're like, oh, no, I want to I be in PR. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, you know what? I don't know. Because I think people see this glamorous idea of what PR is and I, everyone, I, they were always like, oh, the hills. Because that was what, you know, oh, Lauren, yeah, Lauren Conrad, Conrad was, yeah. was like. Oh, yeah? That, yeah. I don't watch, I I was watch the hills. I didn't watch it, that. but she was, um, that's like what she did. She yeah. was in PR. And oh, so okay. people, you see these glamorous events. You see this, you're going, and you're with a bunch of celebrities and all that stuff. And um, that was, that's such a small part of PR. <laughs> like, yeah. It is such a small part. And so I, when I was there in New York, I, I'll never forget that my boss, one of our intern tasks, and I had to take, um, obviously like the subway to work every morning we had to have all of the news outlets um so like women's wear daily uh it was business of fashion i think it was called um new york times all these publications we had to have a summary of each piece of daily. content daily before 9 a.m <laughs> before my boss got there it had to be on her desk and so i would be waking up like so early just scrolling through my phone writing notes taking all this stuff and putting it into a document just so it would be delivered to her and that was the best thing she, she could have done. She would look at it for 30 seconds. 30 seconds, not <laughs> even. I mean, I don't even know if sometimes, but that was just part of, you know, putting that work ethic, which I already had, but um, kind of instilled in me and it had to be done and someone had to do it and I was the the intern and everything kind of was just, just do it. And yeah, half the events I wasn't even allowed into that I was helping sure, out with because 19. I wasn't I wasn't of age there, yeah. So I was just that little guinea pig that would run around going to the container store, getting like massive bins for our uh, clients product in our tiny New York, um, you know, little office we had organizing. We worked with a client called James Jeans and doing that. And we had, I had to organize all the jeans. Like that was my life. And I loved it. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> so like, yeah, this is so fun. <laughs> and we had, uh, I remember Adam Levine was on uh, good morning America. Cause we used to work with his, um, Levine brand for, I don't know if it was Kmart, I want to say. I love um, Adam Levine, by the way. Yeah. Bruno, yeah. Him. Big Maroon 5 guy. <laughs> Big. <laughs> um, but just stuff like that. Like, that was such a minuscule part of it. Um, but I just loved it. I loved how every day was different. I loved how you're working with a bunch of different brands. Um, every day was a crazy shit show and you had to kind of just do it, whether it be you're carrying massive containers from the container store or running out and getting 10 coffees and you can't hold them all. Like you just have to figure it out. And that was the best part of it. So I stuck with it. That's really cool. Was yeah. it like, so I want to ask, I guess two questions. So yeah. was it based like you're, cause I'm kind of visualizing you like you're, you're the youngest novice, you're an unpaid intern. Like they're just like, go do this, go do that. Like it's every day. There's no real like structure. Just like whatever comes up, they need you to go do this. You have to go run and do it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like I had, um, and I will always, she is my biggest mentor to this day. Her name is Lauren Kusarak. Shout out Lauren what? Lauren Kusarak. Lauren Kusarak. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, the principal and owner of Kusarak and Co. And it's her agency. And I'll, she, she had a, a pair of, I, she probably doesn't even want me to say this because she's so not this person at all. Um, but she had a pair of yeah, Valentino. Sorry. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So she had a pair of Valentino studded shoes and I had to take them to Shoemaker or something. It was like the shoe repair guy had to fix them because something was wrong with them. And I'm walking around, no idea where the hell I'm going. Like I am not from, I'm from Toronto. Like I'm 19 years old in New York City, no friends. I have no car like you just was have to google maps around i'm though, no i mean i don't know how i not I really like yes but i was so lost i felt like <laughs> i was just <laughs> running around and all these it was just i'm asking people and yeah it was just and so she was honestly to this day probably one of the best mentors and bosses i could have ever had i mean she i still work with her on clients and uh-huh. um she refers clients that are looking for canadian pr to myself and i do the same for her and we have a very cool relationship um and she's just been the reason I've kind of been able to do what I'm doing now is I, I credit to her completely. And I, yeah, Lauren, Lauren. Rack. but, um, you know, I worked at a Toronto agency and it was great too, yeah. but it was just that experience of being so young in New York, having no idea what I was doing and her just giving me that almost like push. You can do it and just figure it out. Like you will figure it out. I need these shoes by tomorrow. So get the shoemaker to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah it's that that was my next question too because i was like you you said like you know it's not what it's cut out to be in the movies but the way you kind of describe it is it does kind of sound like how you picture a movie of like a someone working in the pr marketing world in new york city like their first job it's just chaos chaos everyone loves product devil's that's what i've never seen (laughs) it but that's what i'm thinking of my head so that's that's totally i mean i had more experiences like that in at my job in toronto to be honest okay um but that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Even the environment. Like looking back, if you, like looking back, it is almost like you weren't like lived like a Completely. movie. So yeah, it's kind of I mean, like it, it, what's the word endearing, or it's kind of like like a romantic feel, and like just thinking back yeah, to it. I think I I feel like part of it is you have this um, like ooh and all. People just come in and they just think it's this. Everyone is super trendy and fashionable, and um, meanwhile you're you're. the grunt work of everything you're doing every day is you have nine accounts, 10 accounts, and you're working on all these clients and you're just doing everything for them, you know, from marketing to PR to sample management and sending out stuff to influencers. And it's just the, every day is so, so different. Um, and you're in running shoes cause you're running around doing event stuff. You're working, you know, t- longer than 12 hour a day. Like there's events in Toronto where, um, we would do the TIFF party for Hugo boss. And so the last one that I was doing, um, was with Steve Carell. Oh, huge. and, uh, Timothy Charlatan. Is it uh, how you pronounce it? Charlemagne. 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 The kid with the curly like, hair. I don't even yeah, know his last name. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, so he day. was actually, yeah, this is a few years ago and, um, it was for their movie together and we did it at the Soho house. And so, you know, people, I think that to a T you're working all day at an office and then, um, I'm in running shoes and jeans and you have to bring your blazer and your heels. You have to have it at your desk. Cause you, that's kind of what you do. You go from your day job all day long and then you're running and you're helping set up at Soho house. And I was working the red carpet that night, um, making sure that all the pictures are taken and that the shot list is getting checked off and Wait, the, sh- the shot list. Yeah. So it's like every, I mean, for the red carpet, um, and the step and repeat is kind I've of. I've never like, been. I've never no. been on a red carpet. <laughs> I, I, I think we should get one here. <laughs> no, honestly, maybe we should just get yeah. one. Here. Right yeah. Sure. 
It's a good sh- idea. You totally should. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. You know, honestly, I think we've gone for a Christmas red party at our office. You want me to get one for like cheap on Amazon? Totally. That. that I mean, even red tape and just like make people feel special. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, I'm I like that. That's good. Yeah. Cheese and PR. Yeah. Kind of figured yeah. it out. Um, yeah. So that day was kind of crazy. You're at the office all day and then you have to put, you know, look presentable for all these celebrities and uh we're working the red carpet making sure that the photographer is getting all the proper shots uh before they all run out because they kind of come and go and then you have to do the selects so photo selects is you have to choose all the photos that are going to be going to the press pretty much like that night so you're up till two three in the morning choosing the selects and then you're at the office the next morning seven and eight in the morning like depending on what you're your work schedule is and what clients you're doing. And you're trying to get all this, all this stuff back and like see what was, what yeah. Like, and the then you're like, you're sure not, yeah, totally. And like disheveled and you're, but it's so fun. Like it's yeah. honestly like, Oh yeah, for sure. That's why I mean, I walked, I don't even know what time it is, but I asked for a espresso. Cause yeah. like, it's just, it's, it's just crazy, go, go. but it's so, yeah. I mean, I don't, I would be bored if I didn't have it. Yeah. So you, well, one thing you say, like, you know, a lot of people think it's all glamorous. I actually kind of know why it's not. My sister actually started oh, no. a PR. Oh, no way. So she went to the PR program. Uh, she went to Weston as well. She's not doing it anymore. Uh, shout out to Georgia. Um, but she worked for, uh, she worked at Media Profile? Media, Media Profile, Planet? yeah. Media Profile, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But this is, like, now eight years ago. Yeah, a long time. Oh, cool. So she's done it in a while. But she was in that world. So, like, I remember when she started, like when you said it's not glamorous and you're working all these hours and you know you're not like it's not like you're coming into a job getting paid like six figures. No, and doing no, this. no, like, no. Like it's very uh, <laughs> minimum wage. It's it's like, minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, the interns when like the interns were making more than I was because they were getting paid hourly. Oh wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damn, the person getting my coffee making more. I should have just been an intern forever. I don't know if the words like it's a thankless job, but like it's almost like you're just that's like so, no, that's exactly what it yeah, is. I just so wasn't bu- gonna like, say it on it. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, behind the scenes, you're doing everything to coordinate. Like and uh, but I will say so. Like my my sister, I guess she's always I always think she's like the smartest in the family. But through that, like she just like whenever we have to like send out an email for work or something. Because now we work together. She's like she's like the copywriter. She's the she knows to do this and put the structure this way and all these things like even Rick and I for like stuff for this yeah. like we'll always go to her. You and have she's, to do everything. Yeah, you, she's like a jack of all trades, but just totally so good at is. everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I always say I'm so fortunate. I my best friends in the world, some of them are from PR and the agencies that I worked at, and that is so. Is that okay? Yeah, we're good, we're good. <laughs> um, I just think that's pretty cool. You know, like you're in a very competitive uh, female focused environment and I it doesn't have to be like that but because you're working so late and long hours and it's just a grind and you know we're not saving lives like I always say that when clients are calling and they're mad about something or <laughs> I you know I'm here and I'm gonna help you and we're gonna get it done but we're not doctors like we are not saving lives here and so it's gonna get fixed and I just think that's something that is uh, is difficult sometimes to kind of you have to remind yourself that you're you're not. They always say it's like remember it's uh, it's PR, not the ER, and they teach that at school at Humber. They say that because I've never heard that. I think you, cool. there's so many ways you have to put fires out for clients um, in the PR industry, and everything has to be like anything. It's immediate. Like clients expect you to do it immediately, and I just you know anyone that I worked with, it's you have to kind of remind yourselves and the other girls too. Like we're gonna get we're gonna get through this. It's fine, yeah. even if we're here till. Midnight, we're gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll yeah. no, but I, honestly, I I'm so grateful for like yeah. the girls that I've met in PR, and um, actually, my roommate shout out to Brigitte. 
Shout she, out. <laughs> she's uh, she's my kind of, she gets me through everything because she's in PR as well. And we actually met through my first PR job in Toronto. And she's now my roommate and one of my best friends. Cool. And my dog's aunt. So I call her Auntie B. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what kind of dog do you have? Oh, he's a rescue. He's um, a mutt. He, he was supposed to be 30 pounds. He's 70 what Shit, oh he's dog. huge yeah he's so he's german shepherd lab mixed with i think greyhound he has like the fun he looks like scooby-doo come on yeah yeah swear Pretty to god cool. we should like insert a picture of him uh, he's really yeah, george, <laughs> we really should insert a picture it's fun. oh no i don't you, no, george, <laughs> george i was gonna say no she listened to the most one of the episodes one of the more recent uh, like since we kind of got this studio space yeah well something will come up and rick's like we should superimpose well, this and we'll, i we'll and talk i know, about I know how to do yeah. it i do all the editing i just okay. don't have the like patience time mm. to do it i guess yeah he barely time. Time. do you guys have dogs he, uh, no, no we're i, just I used this. to he, i used to oh, you, oh i'm sorry uh no no no, no. Uh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Still alive. no no it's still, it's still alive. alive i got stole it, my, it didn't get stolen, stolen from a family member yeah, yeah. oh my so i had a dog i don't think i ever told this story so i can i'll tell it yeah um, i want to hear it <laughs> uh, sorry, before that one thing i did want to say is when you talk about pr and i love listening to people talk about what they're passionate about because their eyes light up yeah so just like your whole energy and your vibe and you just lit up when you were talking about PR, oh, really? which I just I love seeing people talk about things that they're passionate about. So sorry, George might it's not okay. light up right now because <laughs> wasn't too passionate about Beyonce. No, so Wait, Beyonce. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll make this story short. So oh, I, I, I was uh, it was Easter like 2015 or 16, and my cousin, um, my cousin Georgia, I have a sister Georgia and a cousin Georgia. Uh-huh. Uh, it's important to the story. My cousin Georgia had a dog that she brought over. It's like a puppy. His name was Fitzgerald. Little toy poodle. Little brown toy poodle. Oh, cute. Fitzy. Very and cute. I was a little bit hungover. So, you know, kind of like down. I see this dog at the house and I was like, what is this thing? This is incredible. You know, I'm hanging out with it all day. It won't leave me alone. I'm like, wow, I love this dog. Yeah. And my cousin Georgia goes, hit, uh, one of the sisters, uh, the dog's sister stole for sale. Why don't you go get it? This is like a, a Sunday. Next day, I'm like, I asked her the info. My family at Easter were like, are you insane? You live in downtown. You're going to get a dog. You know how much responsibility that is? When someone tells me not to do something, you can be rest assured I'm going immediately to do it. Oh, here's I'm the astrology. A, oh. Here's the astrology course coming back. Guess <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a useful, it wasn't a useless course. Am, uh, Sorry to interrupt no, you. It's okay. I'm I'm like, a, I'm a, that sounds really good. Actually, that was really good. I'm a, uh, I'm a Taurus. Uh, oh, you're a Taurus. Comments. I don't know any of this stuff. I don't believe in it. Like a, what? Yeah, yeah. None of me. Yeah. Oh my god. Don't, you, you, no trust me. You don't want me to read your palm. Oh really? I read palms. No, no, okay, we're not. I, I, I can't tell us because we're It's secrets. funny. Okay, I don't actually. That's read a poems. secret. No, no, we'll do okay. it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it off air. I'll do it. It's oh. funny. It's funny. Oh shit. Um, okay. <laughs> now nah, she's gonna be thinking the whole time. But like, what the I'm gonna like flip like, it out of here when we're done. Um. Anyways, I uh. So they told me not to do it. I went and got the dog. I didn't get it. I went to the store and I was gonna. I looked at this dog and it's a little black toy poodle. And the lady goes, "Do you want to see it?" I'm like, "No." Like. I kind of knew if she let it out of the cage, I'd just, I'm like, I'm a, like, kind Game of a sucker. She goes and that's it. Out, it like runs to me. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, call my sister. I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to buy this dog. She's like, are you crazy? Like, you know how much responsibility that is? I'm like 25 or something. Like, like living, like having fun. She's like, you have to be home on weekends, this, that. She's like, just, okay, whatever. Just FaceTime me. Let me see it. So I FaceTime her. The first thing, she's like, buy it. Just buy it. It's the best dog I've ever Aww. seen. So I buy it on the spot. <laughs> Aww. It's not like it was cheap either. No, no, it wasn't that. Expensive no, dog. it wasn't dogs that. Dogs are expensive. Are, yeah. well, I, so I got it. I'll fast forward the boys. So I got it. I, I took care of it, trained it. Like I had it for maybe like a month. My sister will contest this and say three weeks, but I had it for almost <laughs> I think a month. And she worked at in PR at the time, and 
uh, her agency was near where my my place was, so mm-hmm. I would be in Etobicoke working. She would go at lunch, take care of it. She probably got she got really attached to it naturally. And uh, I would go away on weekends. She would babysit, and then just one day she decided, I guess you know what, enough's enough. I'm keeping this dog. Uh, the she dogs, the dogs was named. The dog is and was named Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> was it? it was between Brooklyn and Beyonce. Aww. So my, I don't know how I ended up with Beyonce, but call her Bay. Yeah. And I would so honestly, not gonna lie, a bit of a thirst trap. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm being honest. Here, like, walking down King Street with a little like, toy poodle named Beyonce. I mean, it was kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, but then every time you walk near like a girl, you're like, hey, Bay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what's your name? And I'm like, I would say it. They're like, are you serious? <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, I tell the story. That's the story. Oh, and anyway, geez. she stole it, and she's had it she since. Stole and it's in, a, it. it's in a better home, Georgia. Beyonce, you guys, the, you guys are the best. I love you guys. But yeah, that's what happened to my dog. So it didn't die. It got stolen. Uh, I, yeah, that's oh. that's the story of Beyonce. Great story. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm happy. Beyonce's doing well. Beyonce is doing very well. Yeah. She's thriving. She's thriving. thriving. Queen, Queen B. Yeah. Um, I don't know how we got the story. <laughs> so I'm just trying to think. I'm like, where, where did we leave I off? Really this, know. We really, this I was going to go on some questions. I don't know how I even started talking about, about my dog. Your, oh, about your PR and best friends. And we got the best dog. Friend. Oh, yeah. That's Auntie B. It. That yeah, was yeah. a real yes. divergence Whoa. from the point there. But yeah. I love how she was like, yeah, superimpose the picture. Yeah, this for totally. sure. George yeah. Will yeah. Not. yeah. Maybe. I'm you bet. know what? There's a 99% you know what? chance. Not, you want to bet? No, I bet you. Now you got to do it. do it. Yeah, sure. I'll bet you nothing. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Georgia. <laughs> he barely remembers uh, to release the episodes. False. <laughs> I remember late. <laughs> I still remember. Um, uh, let's rewind a bit. Go, well, where are you going to go? Well, I was going to ask about now. So like you, oh. you fell in love with PR. You got into PR yeah. and you did something, I guess, that not a lot. I don't think a lot of people do and, and anything in general. Yeah. You decided to branch, branch off. off and do your own thing and start your own, uh, yeah. is it agency, business? Yeah. What do you call yeah, it? Yeah, I call it an agency. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah, fully agency. Um, so it was a total fluke. Like I, it was love a, a good, love a good fluke. It was a fluke. <laughs> Actually, I tried to scheme the system. That was, I no joke. I did, I, but it didn't really work in that favor. Um, but I was 24, and I decided I was going to quit my job. No idea what I was going to do. I was moving to New York. That was my. I'm moving to New York. I'm I feel gonna, like all your stories are related yeah, to New York. New York. Somehow. I know this my is, dad. You know, Honestly, I flew my, on, got on a plane, went to New York yeah, to in my, the middle of exams. Yeah. Yeah, my dad like wanted me in New York, um, and so I, I just quit, and uh, which was super not like me to not have. I mean, actually, what am I saying? It is very much <laughs> <Yeah>. like me. <laughs> <laughs> you went to New York during exam season. Yeah, it's not like me at all. Not like me to get here. Yeah, I'm not really one. Once I'm I'm done with something, I'm like, okay, see ya, on to the next. Um, <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, continue, continue. Yeah, so I. I, yeah, I just said I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And I had my two weeks. And um, Nice of you. Good yeah, two weeks. two weeks. Yeah. And actually, my last day, this is what this is a kicker to end up. My, <laughs> my PR agency experience in Toronto. But I had three events in the last 48 hours. And my last day, I, I think it was 15 hours I worked. Because we had a morning event. So we were there setting up at 530. And uh, we had a night event. And I actually have it somewhere on my Instagram story, my highlights in PR. And it's me and one of my friends, Lexi, who still works at the agency. And we're walking out of this event, this dinner event, carrying out plants. And I'm like, you know, this is the reality of PR. And it's one in the morning. And it, that was just the way to top it off. And then, you know, after that, I woke up the next morning and I have a job. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, okay, uh, what am I going to do now? 
So my dad really wanted me to go to New York, and uh, I, I didn't have Blame a visa. Blame it on him, good yeah, idea. Yeah, like um, <laughs> So I, yeah, I just got on a plane, and I went and visited him, and I was planning on trying to figure out a job, but, you know, I, I wasn't really back sure. back to the first place. Yeah, I didn't. In terms of get paid more, remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's the thing. When you're a Canadian, you think it's so easy, right, to get a visa and just, I'm going to live in the States, and <coughs> that was wrong. So... I uh, I got there and I went to a couple of interviews. Great. Um, and then it was like, okay, sponsoring visa on this phone with this lawyer. Obviously, very fortunate because I didn't have rent to pay. I was living at my parents' house. Like my dad's in New York. And so I really was just kind of lo- like loafing on their couch and going to these interviews in <laughs> New York. Loader. Yeah, totally. I was like, okay, <laughs> hey, dad um, and stepmom. So I was there and then I was on this phone with the lawyer trying to get my visa sorted out and he said listen you're, it's gonna be difficult because first of all you don't you didn't go do that post-grad at <laughs> NPR <laughs> you didn't, you didn't do back that. to school you didn't go to H- you didn't, yeah you didn't go and, and do a degree in PR and you're 24 years old so like for this Tian Tian consulting visa you know your, your chances are not looking too high because you're who who's gonna think a 24 year old knows what they're doing number one and number two you don't have school that aligns with what you're doing so I said, okay. And I just, me being an overthinker, I said, well, what if I prove my legitimacy as a consultant by creating a company with my name? And he said, well, that's actually pretty smart. So I did. So that's, that was the story. Yeah. So I created a company, Domi Co. And uh, that was in 2018. And I legitimized myself as a PR consultant at 24 because I knew, or I thought I knew, that if they just saw my name as a company or an agency that, you know, who's going to say, oh, she's 24 and she doesn't have school. They're going to say, oh, she has a company, right? Yeah. So wow. that's what I did. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I... Uh, so you, that's fake it till you make it. Fake it until you make it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why I'm in PR. No, what do you think we're doing with this whole thing? What do you think we're doing with this whole thing? This is sick. Yeah. This is super cool. Um, so that's the story of it. And then I actually, it was kind of funny because I didn't even end up working in New York. I got, uh, my first ever clients were in Vancouver and LA. So I moved to the oh. West Coast for six months and I had the, like a six month contract for both of those clients packed up and moved to Vancouver. And wow. I was going back and forth between Vancouver and LA when needed. Um, and that's how it started. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it's been two years. So you created this to start to get a visa for New York and never went. And never went. Staying. And my dad still is like, hey, Carl, are you coming? I'm like, no, you're coming back to New York. No. Is <laughs> no. he still living there? Like, thinking yeah. Oh, come yeah. Down yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> Sorry, dad. Not happening. <laughs> he has my so sister fun. there now. My sister, Avery. Um, Lover, sure. Shout out to Shout her. Out to Avery. Yeah, she's actually uh, out of all the kids, she's definitely the one that's the, she's the smart one. Um, but she got into Parsons there, so she is. Uh, that's a fashion school. I know that. Yeah, yeah, it's like one of the <laughs> top. Cultured. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, my yeah. first ever girlfriend went to FIT. She was debating between oh, no FIT way. and Parsons. Yes, yeah. That's the only reason I know. They're like two of the best schools you go to for that Apparently, kind of. Yeah. Wow. And so she did design and fashion. So sorry, design and um, business there, oh, Avery. Really she just graduated. Cool. Did you know that? persons uh, i just know i kind of know it's new york right new york yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it's, one of the, it's the, arguably the biggest fashion school in yeah north america we've been doing a lot of talking about education <laughs> it's have, like eh? pretty cool yeah that, yeah i, didn't that actually, I know uh, yeah so not she's a, there not a proponent of education but you know what it's yeah nice to talk <laughs> <laughs> no she's there and she's uh yeah she's killing it so she kind of that's my my dad has her there yeah. now so, so he's kind of like the, the youngest 
Yeah. She's, she's the youngest. Yeah, she's she just baby. turned 22. Oh, wow. Although she, we look, everyone thinks we're twins. But yeah, she's five years younger than me. Really? Yeah. So one day I'll be. A, so is that good for you? Bad for one day it'll be good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to ask, what was it like when you got your first client? Oh, that was, you know what? I was so, I don't even, it was such a shock. I mean, I think I was like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you sure? Really? Like, uh, Wait, money like are you actually you want to hire me? Yeah, no, no, I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, I hope my clients don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> no, they no. love you. They love no, they you. know. I mean, this is how I am with them. But um, yeah, it was pretty surreal. I, how'd, you, how'd you get them? Who? Uh, so my mom's boyfriend, um, one of my biggest, you know, mentors in the industry. I'm, I'm super fortunate. I have a lot of, my whole family is pretty entrepreneurial. Um, and so I'm very grateful that I get to bounce ideas off of them so when I was 24 and I quit my job you know they were all like well what are you doing all like midlife crisis yeah they're like what the hell is she doing this is not smart but I did it and they were my first supporters and like everything and anything I was trying to achieve and so he's a venture capitalist so for he was my biggest supporter in that he had all these brands that he'd invested in and client and they ended up being my clients. So that's kind of how I started was I would put these pitch decks together, which I would do at the agency I worked at. But obviously like I was at one of the higher end agencies in Toronto and they had thousands of dollars to pump out. Like we had clients like Equinox and Hugo Boss and Bumble was one of my main, main accounts away. So we had big, big clients and um, you know, those proposals are, we do yeah. full RFP processes and we spend the money getting a graphic designer to do it. And I didn't have that. Like I, here I was You're 24 like trying, to, or yeah, I was like trying to figure it out. I'm like, yeah. what do I write? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I just put together proposals based on what I had done and, um, I won the business. So it was a pretty surreal moment. I don't need, it was cra- I, now it feels like it was a lifetime ago cause it was two years ago. And I think I have completely pivoted everything I've done since then. But everything happens for a reason so that's crazy i'm definitely happier now with what i'm doing but which is more modern like now i do a little bit more social media digital um i was trained in very traditional pr so and it's changed a lot you know it's it's harder to secure print and broadcast uh the publications have shrunk by probably half uh a lot of the freelancers are working for multiple outlets because they don't have full-time job. It's just a really difficult industry right now to be in. So I think, I mean, you guys know, like you pivot kind of based on the ecosystem yeah. and the environment. So I'm much happier doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. I love awesome. it. Yeah. Is it, so so you've had uh, your company now for, wait, four, two years? Two years, two, two years. years, yeah. yeah. And is it is it still you? Do you have a team? Like, yeah. or, or do you work together with other people? Like, how does it kind of... Yeah, I've definitely this? pivoted a few times. I think that's something that every <laughs> entrepreneur does. And um, I think it's something I've learned because when you pivot, it doesn't mean you failed at all. It just means you're kind of starting fresh. And I think as a millennial, as someone who's pretty determined and hardworking as long as you have that stuff going with you along the way like you'll figure it out and I um yeah I've definitely had challenges in those last two years I've definitely um worked with some people that you know weren't a fit and I've worked with people that are my strategic partners in New York in Vancouver um I work with Antisocial Solutions which is a a big marketing uh, digital agency in Vancouver. And this is actually a pretty funny story talking about like just, you know, living your life and and going as you go. But I 
was in Vancouver living there didn't know anyone like didn't have any friends there really all my friends that were from Vancouver lived in Toronto by myself living like by this myself. is a common theme here eh? by yeah. yourself in by New myself York, no I'm friends. like what Can't am I doing the shoemaker yeah. by yourself <laughs> yes. in Vancouver no I'm, friends yeah What's I know going on here I, don't know. <laughs> I have no do you friends, friends? <laughs> <laughs> I'm available I for swear, friendship I know. <laughs> well now I have two new pals yeah. so <laughs> I like that that was nice that was nice well in Jordan Jordan's a pal yeah um so, okay, and you, so and yeah. in Vancouver by yourself, no friends. Yeah, no friends. And I was sitting and having a pizza. I can talk to anyone. I could talk to this brick wall though, honestly. And I uh, I was sitting there having pizza and there was a content group doing photo shoots and videos. And how I really kind of separated my business from a lot of the other agencies was I didn't want the overhead of having a team that was a videographer, photographer, copywriter. So <clears throat> what I was doing was I was partnering with different strategic partners and people, freelancers that... I could hire per project and based on the, you know, the rate and what the client could afford. So I'm sitting there having pizza by myself at this parlor, actually, but it was in Vancouver. Oh, like parlor. Oh, yeah, shout before. Out parlor. Shout out parlor. Best gluten free pizza, honestly. I'm G free. Oh. Yeah. I'm hungry now, Dan. I was craving pizza today. I thought about it at lunch. I was like, nah, I've been really healthy. Yeah. Now nah, I'm going to get it tonight. Anyways. I mean, if you have some like fruit on there, just like frozen fruit. And you're, yeah, yeah. That's fair. healthy. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I was there and I, I actually asked him, I said, hey, like, how can I get your, can I get your number? No. <laughs> um, and they said, we actually work for an agency, but our boss is coming. And I said, okay cool and the CEO came and he sat next to me he was waiting for his friend his name was Daryl and that was two years ago and him and I still work together nowadays and he's been another I've like so many mentors but he's uh you know in his mid-30s and just got married and is like the epitome of hard hard work and I think he saw something in me he quit his job and started his agency at 26 and so he's really taken me under his wing and I think that's kind of talking about those challenges and ch challenges and those pivots I've had some really incredible mentors that have been able to veer me into the right direction and always be my biggest supporters. And I'm super lucky to have that. So I think over the last two years, despite the ups and the downs as being an entrepreneur, um, I'm super fortunate to have some incredible mentors and just, you know, colleagues and yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that to your point, like, uh, you know, you said he he did the, kind of the same path as you did his own thing in a line mm -hmm. with you, but I think that you know there's a common theme, right? I, I mean, I don't I wouldn't say you get like lucky because it seems like people people like to help other people, but people also want to help people who they see kind of going and getting after, right? Yeah. Like like how many people to, to even go back? How many people are like even not even have the thought to go to New York in 19? Like people dream they dream about it because it's cool, like the yeah. movies, but like, that's a scary thing to do. Yeah. Like just to pack up and leave. Yeah, okay, you hide, you know, your dad there, but still, like you have no friends. Yeah. At that age, everyone wants to party and go out and all these things. I mean, then you go again, like we said, Vancouver with no friends. <laughs> like no friends. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe just travel more with no friends because yeah. things seem to work yeah. out for you when you go. Well, like, when you kind of meet people along the way. I think that's, I'm so, I, I have amazing friends here in Toronto and yeah. I've like traveled a lot. So I, I've kind of have a lot of friends in different areas, but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, you go to a city and that's the best part. It's like when I don't know anyone, yeah. you just actually bumble friends. You can, not that I did that, but I we did that campaign when we launched it in um, in Canada. So Bumble BFF. And I remember getting to Vancouver and <laughs> my friend was like, didn't you help with that launch in Canada? Why don't you have it? And I'm like, <laughs> I could use some friends. Right? Right? <laughs> I could really use some friends. Yeah. No, but yeah, now I have dogs. So 
<laughs> that's it. You got the, the 70 pound mic. But yeah. Dylan. His name's Dylan. 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 Yeah. But um, one thing I really love about that is when you talk about pivoting and in marketing and PR, that, those mm-hmm. are the first budgets that get cut when totally. something like a yeah. global pandemic takes over, right? Yeah. yeah. Those, it's literally the first thing that gets mm-hmm. cut. So you, you have to pivot. You have to transform. You have to completely switch. And so again, like you said, it's not that you failed. It's just things out of your circumstances happen mm-hmm. and you have to make other arrangements or make other changes or do what you got to do to, to keep going and keep yeah. plugging through. So I love that you, uh, you touch on that because there are so many people that are going to listen to this that have hit that roadblock, that COVID roadblock or that, you know, budgets are cut roadblock and they think it's fuck. Uh, I hate surrender. You know, they're thinking, shoot, you know, what am I going to do? I just lost my three main clients. Okay. Well, yeah, that's unfortunate. And nobody's the only person to be affected mm-hmm. by COVID. Everybody's mm-hmm. affected one way or the other. It's how you t- kind of take that step back, pivot, change directions, and keep plugging through, keep plugging away and, and going because that's what makes the difference between the successful entrepreneurs and the, I don't want to say non-successful entrepreneurs, but the ones that aren't as successful. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, I look at um, where when I pivoted last and it's been, I just did like a relaunch of the agency and it's been pretty cool because my whole aspect now is for a long time, I think people would hear me on the phone, you know, before the whole COVID thing, everything was really done on the phone. So they didn't see you. And I know I look like I'm 15. So then people would see me and they're like, wait, how old are you? Like you're doing this and this. And um, I got a company, remember? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I actually, for a long time, I kind of would try to hide. Like I was, I was told once that, um, by someone and it was one of the biggest learning experiences I probably could have taken away from that point in my life. And it was said to me that, um, wisdom only came with age. And I turned around and I was like, pardon me. <laughs> I, like, I don't think that is the case at all. I think wisdom and you're wise because you're, you know, you're wise and you have experiences. And yeah, I, I was, you know, I'm 20, 26 and I would consider myself wise. Like I would consider you guys wise. And I don't thank you. You're no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that it truly make it comes. Make, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it truly comes with experiences and learning and going through life. And yeah, I'm not you know, 50 or 60 years old. But I try to take different pieces of my life and go with it. And I think that was such a turning point for me because I I took that and I said no, I am wise and I don't have to be a certain age to be an entrepreneur. I don't need that kind of. Um, years of experience to make me do my own thing like I I can do this and I'm gonna own the fact that I am a millennial that I am young and I don't need to I don't need to pretend I'm not like I am 26 and um the reason that I've been able to continue business during COVID is because I've capitalized into that market and I've called it out like I am 26 I am millennial we are digital and the girl who's incredible and helping me and is by my side every day her name's Nicole Berman <laughs> um, shout out to Nicole <laughs> shout Berman out to Nicole yeah she uh you know she's she's a year younger than me and we work with clients on a daily basis and we do everything the two of us and we bring in the contractors and freelancers we need um but that's it's so fun it's like i love that i'm owning and she's helping me and we're owning that we're young and Mm -hmm. people are hiring because they want that target of millennials they want that digital approach and that's why i think we're you know just swimming along (laughs) um 
I honestly would agree with that. And I do think that at times, like the, the saying of wisdom is a bit overrated, but, uh, and I think it's usually like a crutch. Like, what do you know? Like, maybe a crutch, is that the right word? Like an excuse not to use someone for like, you know, mm-hmm. you're too young, whatever. Um, but the one thing you said a lot earlier is that you, you're, oh, you like to learn, even though you didn't like it at school, you still like to learn every day and, and all that stuff. And I think that's the important thing is that like that, even just being open to learning, I think is what like kind of plays into wisdom because you don't have to know everything you learn from experience but also being willing to learn or say oh i don't know this or know that and learn as you go i i find that more like you said young people are getting opportunity younger let's say the millennials whatever um because one you're they're willing to say i don't know and learn or like you're, you're learning through experiences and they're just they're they think outside the box and differently. Like you know we're working with someone for another look at what you guys are doing like it's to this is you know this is exactly that like this is the epitome of that yeah yeah so kudos to you guys thank you but, but we also partner like we try to work with people yeah. kind of around our age who are doing the same things and think not even just like kind of that cliche of think outside the box but also just willing to say you know what okay i've never done this but i'll take it on and do it like our friends over at neighborhood creative ernesto and anthony like it's funny when this all started it, it they actually ernesto's kind of the one that i don't even know if he maybe kind of subconsciously influences to do this but I remember when the pandemic kind of started early on and he was like, you know, he moved into a, he said, he made a joke. He's like, I go against the green. He's like, people are moving out of offices. I'm getting a bigger office. Like he, and just people are moving back in with their their parents. I'm getting a car. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, restaurants are shutting down. I just, I'm going to open one. I just open one. Like he just, and listen, sometimes like, you know, but you know what? Like the thing is too, is that with the project working on with them, they've never done it before. It's not this, it's something else that we hopefully need to release soon. But we approach them because we like their per, their personality, their, their work. Vibes. I think they're like our age. They're, yeah. They're, yeah, their energy. They like they're like we haven't done some of this, but we we'll find out how to do it for you, and mm-hmm. we'll do it. And like that, I I like that better. Like I don't yeah. want to. You don't want to do the same recycled new thing. You know, we're gonna bring creative, fresh ideas, new perspective, and be willing to like to say, you know what? Again, I don't know. I'll go find out, and I'll come back and bring you something. To- yeah, and just yeah. owning it. Yeah. Oh. I think that's part into wisdom too. Anyway, yeah. yeah. No, but George, I, I agree with you on that because we've always said we want to work with either our friends or people that we like to be around. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Positive you sit energy, around people. Good vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, I love it. Good vibes. So sometimes you sit around somebody like, I'm just attracted to your energy. I want to be around you. Yeah. You know, whether you're a, you're in marketing, whether you're an artist, whether you're a musician, sometimes there's just people that have that energy and those vibes that you want to surround yourself with because you think good things will happen. Yeah. And you know, we've had numerous guests on in the past where they, they were the epitome of that. They just, good things happened to them because they were, I don't want to say the word just good vibes because I say it all the time, but fucking good vibes, right? Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. things happen to those who put out good vibes into the world. And I do think I just went in a circle like that. No, no, but it's true. I, I do you think good good things happen to good people. And I also, I've said this one here before, the harder you work, the luckier you get. But yeah. just like, just by doing repetitively and doing things and just staying the course and being persistent, like you end up in lucky scenarios, but also by aligning yourself with like-minded people. And also just, again, people who are positive, who think in the right way. So, I mean, you know, do you want to work with somebody who's been the same job for 20, 30 years? Not saying they're not good. There's a lot of good people who, who've done the same thing for a long time. But then you go in a room and it's very like mundane. It's to the point. It's very structured. Yeah. Whereas like when we meet, when remember the first times we met with like, we just like start talking and just throwing stuff. We'd be jumping all over the place. And that's kind of how ideas start to grow and, and starts with something small and it just like takes over and, and grows and grows and grows. And yeah. It's awesome. We're going a little bit I of a vibe, a vibe. Yeah, tangent from like wisdom. But yeah, I think that all of that plays into it. Not yeah. to say, I mean, I don't think that I'm wise. I mean, I've had experience from my age, but like I think that you just, it comes as you go and I think it's overvalued sometimes like they they completely yeah. yeah yeah 
I did want to ask, what's the f- your favorite event you've worked? Oh, um, or organized, or any, any event you've <laughs> ever been a part of. That's actually a good question. So, if you think that was a good question, wait till our final too. Oh goodness, <laughs> um, I would say one of the most challenging, which I think is fun because it was pretty crazy. Um, we did the Bumble Hive, which was a pop up experience. And Where was it? It was actually Queen and oh, like Shaw, I know Bumble did something right beside my condo one day. Oh really? This would have been this would have been like three four years ago. Oh, no. Um, yeah, and we it was a three day event, and it, we had to have builds and like we were a PR agency, we were not experiential agency. So, um, but the principal of our firm, you know, believed in us, and she's like Suzanne Cohan, also another great mentor I have. Um, she she believed in us and she said we can do this and we did it and seeing that event and how we had speakers and we had their whole team come down from texas and it was a pretty unique experience to see how it really was nothing and then all of a sudden everyone's talking about bumble bff bumble biz and we had some really cool we had a oh i'm blanking on their the foster sisters aaron and sarah they're hilarious and they came and they they talked and it was just a really cool event. So from everything, you know, yes, we were carrying around the garbage bags and cleaning up, but we uh, we had a great time. And it was, I've never been so, so tired in my life because it was, you know, it was a week and a half of nonstop, even though the event was just three days, like the planning, the teardown was a lot, but it was probably the most challenging event that we've done uh, that I've been a part of. And uh, seeing the results was pretty cool. So probably that nice. one. Yeah. It, and your agency now, sorry, it's Domi and Co or Domi, Domi Co, Co now. Yeah. Um, is it, are you similar to what you've done always? Are you like a jack yeah. of all trades? Are you like niche? So it's funny because I focus? guess, uh, so our focus is, so I, I, I call, I kind of coined this term, modern PR. And I, it's because I was trained in the traditional, traditional way. And I realized that there was like this gap in the market. So there's so many PR agencies. There's so many marketing agencies. They're all amazing. But how was I going to stand out from that? And so standing out for me was the fact that I was, you know, 20, 24, 20, now I'm 26, but um, 26. And I was just going to own the fact that we are millennial. We are digital. Um, we have a contemporary approach to everything digital. And we, the way we work with brands is to help enhance them towards this digital market. And it's... I, not that saying that traditional PR isn't great. It still is there. It's awesome. But I just wanted to pivot in terms of like my thinking, what I like to do, which is the influencer relations, social media, content creation. We do a lot of, we just did a project um, with a local salad dressing company called Kissed. And um, really, I mean, shout out to them because they've done an incredible job, Kissed. <laughs> and it's a free plug there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Free no, plug. I, you know, I <laughs> get to work with so many that. cool brands, but <laughs> Uh, Send us some salad dressing. Yeah. That's yeah. What we <laughs> I should have brought you guys some. But um, Rick's a big salad guy. Really? Oh His my favorite, god. Okay. Is your favorite thing? To we'll eat? get Sophie and Amanda to send you so some. My uh, honestly, you should have them on here. So let's do it. So <laughs> I make love, some salad. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hungry. Salads. Amanda's an incredible cook. Yeah. So she yeah okay. she can cook. So we'll have a little dinner here. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. Get them on the pod. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, growing up as a kid, I've always loved salads. So I used to love cucumbers, okay. tomatoes. Now I'm all about salad. Yeah. And I was if I could have one meal. For the rest of my life, it would be, salad. It would be a chicken Caesar salad. Oh, okay. Because if like I would love obviously a steak dinner every day, but okay, you gotta eat that three meals a day. It's kind of yeah, totally. tough, and I'd probably uh-huh. be huge if I had a steak dinner every single day. But a good healthy like chicken Caesar salad, maybe light dressing, do you, light ranch. Do you make a dressing yourself? 
No, I don't. I'm, oh like, I just go and buy. Actually, I sh- I'm not going to say the brand I buy because it's going to go against yours, so I won't say it. No, no I actually, my best friend, um, she, her, it's her dad's like secret <laughs> secret salad dressing, Caesar dressing, yeah. and uh, she wasn't just, like supposed to send it to people, and she did, and so I have it now, and that's like, it's, yeah, I'll share. It. We'll talk. <laughs> We're gonna talk. Yeah. We're gonna talk. Yeah. She's, she's gonna make sure she's her gonna like yeah. salad dressing like mixes on, on Insta. Oh yeah, is there no, any deal dressing? <laughs> I got this. I got this. What do you need? No, it's so good though. Yeah, really. Yeah, really garlicky. But amazing. that's like my my dad makes homemade garlic, uh, like homemade. Um, yeah, what am I? Caesar dressing. Caesar dressing. I'm saying garlic <laughs> dressing. Caesar dressing. He makes them scratch. You know, what I didn't know you. A lot of places put like sardine in. I didn't know that. Oh, I found yeah. that out yeah. when I went to Zorro's. That's yeah. When, oh, now I. Shout, that's honestly a, a spot. Zorro's is the. Yeah. Zorro's. In, Zorro's. Uh, near the airport. It's, it's in Mississauga. Coast. Yeah. Uh, if you are, once they open up again, if you need a good, like, bang for your buck lunch, hmm. you can get a nice, like, steak or veal parm, chicken parm, fish, whatever. It's like 30 bucks all in. Wow. Or, well, actually, not all in. Sorry maybe 30, 25 to 30 bucks plus tax and tip let's call it 40 bucks if you're not drinking yeah and it is one of the best meals you will get for that price in the city of toronto or in the gta sorry amazing Good spot. Good spot. yeah that's a free plug that's a free <laughs> i go there enough free plug. Yeah. Yeah, you've you gotten enough food there yeah, but yeah I'll, I'll get but you to bring i'll bring some bring some yeah. salad we gotta get some what's it called kiss it's called kiss but just to kind of give you like k-i-s-t a, k-i-s-s-e-d oh, so kiss. it's a paprika based dressing and it's Ooh. super I, I mean i have avocado toast every morning um, and I put it on and it's incredible, but this working with a brand like this and I, you know, I think I love what I do every day cause I get to work with amazing entrepreneurs and kind of our bread and butter, I would say as an agency is taking a brand like that, that really they didn't have an Instagram. They didn't really have a website going. Um, they were, you know, entrepreneurs and they were just making the dressing and it was a friend, Sophie and I went to BSS together and we actually competed in riding together as well. So we've had a bunch of connections. Who and won? yeah yeah who won? And, who won oh who won we were actually in different divisions oh, okay. yes yeah but she's in, she's a great rider so her and i just grew up together and then she reached out and she said listen like my mom has a salad dressing that we want to get it's on in a few uh like boutique grocery stores really good and uh we'd love for you to help if you can launch it to get off <clears> the market <throat> and uh so yeah they hired us for two months and we did everything from a content shoot to creating their Instagram to doing their website to do it. We actually just wrapped an influencer launch and we had like Sasha Exeter. I didn't get a call? I know. Sorry. The fucking sorry. salad guy here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now had they know. <laughs> I had an account called Big Salad Guy at one point. Did no, you, you didn't. Well, it's my, so I have a review, I have a review oh account. Oh my I'm a God. Google reviewer. Wait. This is no, why I don't have. This is why I don't have Instagram I anymore. I over to my reviews oh account. Oh Riggs got 10, 10 accounts. Okay. Like I knew you were gonna say. You had I, just oh noticed. I don't. Gosh. You did. No, I have mine. Boots Alice. That's it. Oh, so your pal GB, Nyata George. That oh. was a joke. You have the pals one too. You have cast. But I don't have. I don't use it. Did Beyonce have an account? No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't do a dog one. No, no. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. But I used to have one called. Uh, Big salad guy or something, That's and then I turned that into my so review. Funny. Oh, Ricky oh. review. Ricky's got a lot of nicknames. Yeah, yeah Ricky reviews. Ricky. MLSE Ricky. Ricky wow. reviews. Pretty Ricky. Ricky roses. <laughs> what am I missing? What about you, George? Me? How does he? Not really. He's Fat the only pit. one. <laughs> <laughs> Do not cue me up for that <laughs> one every episode. <laughs> my my buddies. My, oh my uh, god! I should be laughing. Oh no, you can laugh what you want. Oh I don't mind. <laughs> it motivates me to work out, so I run in the morning. I'm doing working hard. Oh jeez! Uh, my cousin Joe. So, <laughs> 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 
one hour and 16 minutes. You got to take the account too. So Rick has a Finsta of me called Fat Pit because oh my, my cousin God. George, one day someone so said- that. He got a sister named Georgia, a cousin named Georgia, a brother, George's George, and he has a cousin named George. Okay. My family's not very original with the names. That's okay. Um, we're named <laughs> after our grandparents. Yeah. A lot of us are. I mean, anyways, a lot of Georges That's in my nice. family. Yeah. But- uh, I was training for a boxing match last year and I was getting in shape and someone's like, oh, this guy's uh, going to look like Brad Pitt one or something. I made a joke and then my cousin's more like, I was like, yeah, more like Fat Pitt and it stuck. So all my friends now call me Fat Pitt. So like every time I eat We around, only do when he's eating. Well, no, no, but when I eat around, any, everyone knows about this account now. So I'll be eating. It's like just normal. That'd be a healthy salad or something. And they'll take a picture of me like with my face like scrunched looking like stupid. And then sends it to Rick, and then he posts it. That's so it's funny. So, uh, you know what, Rick? Yours for y'all superimposed that on there. Oh, Send man. That. Yeah, we actually And the best part is we were in uh, Florida a couple of years ago. Actually, no, George, because- it started, it started in New Year's. Yeah, so- It was almost we, a year ago. We were it's been around for a year. Yeah, we were shopping. Started Happy before, anniversary. Yeah. This, thank you. <laughs> the it, looks actually, of Brad it actually Pritt. started the, like a day before this podcast idea came up. Honestly. Oh, really? You're welcome. Can My so, idea. Can I, have, I have a question. For, can I ask you guys a sure. question? Go. Yeah, so how did this- Like, I know I've done some reading, but like how- did you guys start this? Like, what on earth made you? Want you want to start or you want me to? Um, I know you've probably told so, uh, him yeah, a million I'll, times. I can, I can say, well, so. you know what? If you read the newest edition of Kind magazine, you'll find out all <laughs> about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Kind. Uh, <laughs> George, go, go. No, no. So we uh, we were in uh, last New Year's. We were in uh, at Ricky's parents' place in Florida. And we're just hanging, having a chill New Year's. Like, we're going to take it easy, whatever. And go in 2020 on a good note. But then we thought, both of us, like, let's do some, we're very, uh, just in general, mm-hmm. kind of, high spirit entrepreneur energetic people so we always try to find things to do um whether it's like socially or through we never really had a business pursuit yeah together um and we always thought like can we work together right we never had anything before um then we said okay you know what let's let's start this podcast like i've done editing video before and vlogs and all that and rick's like we like both of the talk so uh this is a pretty easy platform to do so we just decided to start we said we'll do one a one a week for a year and then uh it just kind of snowballed as a result of that we started some other projects we've been doing and yeah and then this just kind of materialized like we ended up getting an office or a studio whatever yeah. this is a studio studio technically because it's a beer um and yeah i don't know that's no, kind of that's it. yeah we we were there and we said you know we want to do something new something different right mm-hmm. and it's everyone thinks oh you guys love to talk it's easy it makes sense to do a podcast but you don't think about it, that it's difficult to put something out there that you know of thousands and almost a hundred thousand people have listened to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to hit our hundred K mark probably within the next month. Oh my God. Which congrats. Is, yeah. Thank you. It was just super exciting for us. Pretty, That's pretty so awesome. crazy. People are like, Oh yeah. How is that difficult? How is that stepping out of your comfort zone? We're like, okay, we're putting something out there. Sometimes <laughs> maybe you should get them. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes we say dumb things by accident. Sometimes. sometimes yeah. So all the time. Every episode times, I say something at the end of the episode, I'm like, did I actually say yeah, that? Or we I forget stupid. a word. Yeah. You forget a simple word. <laughs> I, I can't even think of something. Oh, so there's a lot of instances. There's a yeah. lot of times where mm-hmm. we forgot. I'm like, uh, why am I going blank? And then George will be like, you mean faucet? I'm like, yeah. Like some easy word. Faucet. Faucet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. So we, we stepped out of our comfort zone and we made this. And it, it, like George said, it just snowballed to something that, you know, now we've That's got featured so in cool. magazines. We've got to sit down with some of the coolest people, you know, that I would have never thought yeah. about two years ago. And That's kind of the biggest part too is like there's, uh, number one, we did say we want to sit down with cool, interesting people. When, mm-hmm. Like cool is very like a subjective, vague term, but like just we find people cool who have like good energy, who are doing something scary or exciting or different, going against the grain, yeah. who have had some big achievement. Uh, you know, like a 26 year old entrepreneur. We've had like, Olymp- like Olympians and all this stuff, and even some of our friends who come on. 
you know, I had a, a good buddy of mine recently, and he's like, how am I going to, you know, speak to, you got Donovan Bailey on. But, like, to us, everybody is the same. Like, you know, yeah. not the, the, against, yeah, nothing against our so fans. Cool we guys. had, like, it's, Olympians with Dylan yeah. on. Like, everyone is cool in a different way. Yeah. And the biggest thing is we wanted to learn from people that are doing these things. Yeah. And, yes, Ricky and I are, we so like what to talk. Was, what was, like, your biggest aha moment for both of you? Oh, I've never been asked. I don't even know. Mine was when Donovan Bailey responded. Really? That's so, so cool. So... Um, one thing, sorry, the last, just the last thing I want to say, yeah, that, but go. to this point, sorry, we I argue, totally interrupted no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> I just, I had one. I, that's a good question. I've never been asked that. Um, but the biggest thing that I, we've, I've, we've learned from this, in that, yeah, we thought it's just speaking, talking mm-hmm. to the microphone, you speak, but that's not really what we do. We're the hosts of the show. So if anything, I think I've got, I've become, or we become much better listeners. Like you have to hear what someone's saying because a lot of times. When you talk, you're just talking to like wait to get your point in and you throw it across the table at somebody. Like if you debate with your buddy, especially yeah. being guys, you're not like listening to the point, right? We have to hear what the person's saying and just kind of like make sure that we're, you know, actually kind of you're understanding what they're, yeah. yeah. Because oftentimes today you're just waiting to talk yeah. any scenario you're in. So anyways, that's where I was going. That's Super been the biggest cool. thing we've learned. I, I've learned um, from doing this as yeah, well as talking. Shoot, what was my point? About See, uh-huh this aha moment, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh no, moment. but it was even before that, I had something to say. You were talking about... About I know, cool listen, people, interesting people. Yeah, it, so I just posted this actually on Instagram yesterday because we're trying to fill our... our we're, we just basically planned all of January, February in the last 24 hours, which is crazy. But I posted, I said, I'm like, look, looking to get some new guests. I want... And then I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, what people do we want? Okay, athletes, yeah, those are always fun. Those are great. Musicians, musicians are always great. Those are good people. Entrepreneurs, you know... Then I'm like, I just want badass motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like people that are. Did like, you just say that? I, I, I wrote. <laughs> M- just, I, I wrote M F E R S. I wrote M F E R S. I didn't write. I didn't say that. Wow. But I said, I'm like, we want to sit down with people that are doing cool things. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we have people that we don't even know that they're doing cool things until we have them in this in the hot seat, and then we're like, yo, like, yeah, what? You are a top twenty gamer in Canada. How did we not know this? Right? Yeah. It's our best friend. Yeah, it's one of our best friends. <laughs> no way. So, yeah. We want to sit down with interesting so and exciting cool. people. So now it's it's at the point where we're getting pretty big. So we've got people pitching us ideas, which is super cool. And mm-hmm. again, would have never have thought that a year yeah. ago that we'd have people asking us steady to come on. Oh, yeah. Like our website, which is going to be up and running soon. <laughs> soon. Uh, people like message us on the website be like hey i've got the story and like massive paragraph about them like different wow. pr agencies which is it's just cool but well but, i think you guys like you've done some like incredible things and thank you no because i i get we're, it we're like when moves, yeah. yeah but entrepreneur it's hard like it's yeah. not an easy thing and i think congrats to both well, of you, you know, like, like really during COVID, we we basically we stopped for about a month we were doing some over the phone and it came point where we, there was one day i'm not gonna lie we had 17 downloads in a day or 10, 10 or 17. And we averaged, you know, a few hundred, 500 mm-hmm. a day kind of thing. We had 17 that day. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, this is worth it. Or is this even worth it at this point? Like all the work on the back end. Okay, you got to keep up the marketing. You got to find guests, try and find sponsors, scheduling. And then you have people that, when we were smaller, didn't take the podcast serious. So, like, okay, we're doing it at this time. Here's the calendar invite. You message them, they have, oh, was that today? Uh, yeah, I sent you a calendar invite. I sent you all the information. But, you know, you're getting 17 downloads a day and you got to think, you know, this person <laughs> blowing me off because, oh, they had to, they went out drinking their two hungover or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, is this, is this even worth it? But, you know, we stuck through it and, you know, shout out Georgie, me and you. Yeah. Honestly, stuck guys. Through it and, you know, here we are again, getting some days you got like thousand downloads in a day and you're like, holy shit. Like, no, it's we're super two cool. average Joes. Well, maybe not Ooh. average Joes, but. We're average Joes. We're, yeah, we kind of are average Joes. So. <laughs> Who would have thought uh, one year ago, Fat Pit 
Became a became a professional yeah. podcaster. <laughs> wow. That's how we got on. I yeah. remember not running back. So we were oh, shopping. Man. How did we get? How did Fat Pete even come up? Oh, nickname. Oh, sorry. Salads. Before I act, yeah. answer your nick the, the question. Uh, I don't have many nicknames. Yeah. Uh, literally, I think you're the only one that calls me Georgie. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, I don't know why. No one ever calls me. That. I just noticed that recently because like you <laughs> and then my buddies call me like my last name's Boots Alice. Some yeah. of them call me Bootsy, but. Other than that, I'm, I'm just really George. George. Yeah, you're literally yeah. George. Yeah, I'm just George. Um, the fat pit thing. When uh, <laughs> we were at a store, one of those like, you know, those kind of ta- what? tunes or something. I forget what the store is called. They sell like t-shirts, like weird, you know, little kids buy oh. them, you know, they probably got like boobs on the t-shirt. Yeah. Like dumb t-shirts like that. Yeah, yeah. So we walk into the store and there's a shirt that says Virginity Rocks. So George, you put it on. That's the you picture. picture. That's the fat pit picture. <laughs> It's the fact I don't even that, know that was the picture. I don't know oh as a cow. I don't have I, Can you please like send this to me so I, I can well, see I, it? I think the I think it's in uh, Spanish. The fat. That pit. is so funny. <laughs> I think it's. Watch. Hold on. Oh man. Is it? Can I see that? Too? Oh, hold on. Yeah. There you go. Uh, virginity. Virginiata Rocasi. <laughs> Virginiata <laughs> Rocas. That's so great. That's literally it, Matt. It's got. 81 followers like wow. for a finsta that's not bad 82 but I've tonight got, I'll go. i've got some good like <laughs> me up. throw you a follow yeah like, there's some good ones i mean oh george travel god. a lot so you always oh get some good gosh. travel content that's bad. so great but uh back to the the real question the aha moment oh yeah yeah i forgot about that too. Man, sorry really? i'm asking no, 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 a lot no, of questions this is why this is also like i also love this about this podcast we're a lot we tend to f- like go like this a lot more yeah. we're getting better at like remembering yeah, all and catching them it's really yeah. impressive because before yeah. we would like the, everything be in the air and then we wouldn't know where to go yeah and i think i don't know how you remember that the aha moment i would never <laughs> remember because that because of the fact that we're not a typical interview style and everyone always mm-hmm. says can you send us the questions can you send us the questions and I'm going to just copy and paste what I normally say to people. No, just put in the, in the title. There are no questions. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> well, he said no, that to me. <laughs> yeah. We literally said it's a conversation. No, but so, yeah, I like it. Yeah. There's a couple th- key points we usually will have in our head that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But normally we just want the conversation to flow naturally. And that's yeah. why what George said earlier about being good listeners. That's exactly what we do. We ask a couple generic questions and we always have some. If we hit a stale spot, okay, what's your favorite place you've ever traveled to? You know, tell us something interesting and then you know the ones at the ends what's 2021 gonna look like or what's on the agenda for the rest you have those those backup questions but normally and lately we don't even ask some of those generic ones anymore sometimes to wrap up we do yeah but it's all about listening to what they say catching key moments key things and i think the best example of that in my opinion still is the penny alexiak episode where she was talking about she's a the gold, Olympic yes, gold medal yeah. swimmer yeah one of the greatest canadian swimmers of all time probably the greatest canadian swimmer of all yeah. time yeah and she she mentioned something like, oh, I won't go in the water. We're like, and like, I won't go in lake water. We're like, and I made a joke. I'm like, oh yeah, I swam in lake water too. It's so gross. She's like, yeah, it's gross. And like, I'm scared of sharks. We're like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, like there's sharks. We're like, it's a lake. She's like, yeah, but in my head there's sharks. I'm like, holy fuck, I completely get it. Because when you're swimming in a swimming pool, you you're the last many. one in. Yeah, you're like trying yeah, to rush yeah. out because you think there's a shark coming to get you. But I didn't, I, right before I deleted my Instagram, they found this, there was something on Instagram that they discovered a shark that is in lakes in the States somewhere. What? Freshwater sharks now. I'm going to send that to Penny. Yeah, I was going to, I think oh I was going gosh. to, but uh, yeah, I wanted to mention that, but the aha moment. What's yours? <sighs> I don't know. Like, aha, like we figured it out. We made it. I don't think. No, I, I, don't think no, I think yet. like just, I mean, cause you had to do this every day. So, it's so cool. Like when did you kind of realize that 
this is what Something. you're doing. Yeah. I think when people started well, offering. Well, this isn't our day job, by the no, way. No, I know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we're on the same boat, we yeah. do have jobs. We, we, we actually lose as hell. Like, this business loses money. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, even that's part of like why it's so impressive. Like you guys are doing this in your spare time. It's well, incredible. That's what kind of, I think that kind of like not aha, maybe the ah moment was like when we started getting like people wanted to sponsor and, mm-hmm. and all that because then it's like, okay, we're, we're good enough that people are willing to give us their money to yeah. like promote what they have so that means they want to align their brand with us which is kind of cool yeah um, but I don't think we've had the ha moment yet because like for <laughs> me we said I, like I said at least from the beginning was like let's do this through a year I don't really check like I know the numbers I see them occasionally but I don't really dig into the metrics and stuff because I figure like well, let's figure this out first wherever it goes it goes yeah. if one person I mean like if we did a year of one person gonna every episode it'd, it'd get kind of defeating mm-hmm. but I knew we were growing and we we're doing like, you know, we get better feedback. We were guests. So like we're getting there, but I don't think we've had the ha moment yet. That's good. I've, for me personally, yeah. getting Donovan Bailey was like a cool thing. Because when we first started, I remember thinking, I'm going to get Donovan Bailey. Wow. And I DM'd him, undm'd him, DM'd him, undm'd him. When, when I mean for literally like four months, I did. And then one day he checked it and he's like, yeah, sounds good. Amazing. I think he's like, send me some info. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, ah, I remember like running in the schoolyard as a kid when I was yeah. like 10. Like, I'm Donovan Bailey and I was the slowest kid on the track. But um, that was like a really cool moment for me because then once you got Donovan Bailey, like, a lot of other people started to f- kind of yeah, fall into totally. place. And it was super cool. But Donovan was, was one of mine. What was your aha moment? Uh, you're gonna say that. I knew you're gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. See, we're this is uh, where this is the, we're getting there. Our aha moments. What is yours? Um, Sitting by yourself in Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. No, honestly, I think it was like my. I think it was one of those kind of like low points where you're, you're like, what the hell am I doing? And uh, it was probably uh, probably my biggest aha moment was I um, had my con- my contract still with one of my Vancouver clients out west. And I flew from Vancouver to Toronto for an event in Toronto because I was working like, you know, across the coast. So flew here for an event here, got on a plane and was already there within 24 hours. And I was on the plane by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Middle seat. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember being like. (laughs) You actually, were you in the middle seat? No. That would be so just the idea like usually people with no friends sit in the middle yeah, seat yeah <laughs> true I might be in the um, yeah and I think that was really one of my, like my biggest aha moment because I not that I was doing anything yeah. but I, it was just I was on the plane and I'm like what the fuck am I doing like this is my life now like this is my job there's no one really it's just me yeah and um, doing that was was probably one of the I, I was exhausted but it was so cool it was like wow I'm actually doing this and this so is my life <laughs> So would you define that like not like you just said like not not aha like you made it but was it made like aha like happiness almost like yeah, kind it was of like, like it wasn't like an aha I mean I mean to this day I'm like okay I don't know if I'm <laughs> still figuring it is out that serendipity? <laughs> no serendipity not is it yeah serendipitous yeah. is like being like just happenstance being in the same area yeah. right time right place okay. I think that's yeah can we Google serendipity <laughs> thank you <laughs> I believe it's like just like like if you walked if you said you know my dream girl is Jessica Alba yeah, yeah. you walked on the street and Jessica Alba has, yeah. has a photo shoot remember there. how I'm gonna fall in love again with my future wife I'm gonna be running tying my shoes and the dog yes. gonna come and lick my <laughs> <Yes>. shoes <laughs> tell the story wait okay we're getting close to the end here but I have a one one question yeah. I wanna ask but tell her tell her this is serendipity so <laughs> tell us yeah. yes tell us 
There you go. So tell yeah, us about your story. How you want to find true love? This we is were, serendipity. We were we were running, and I've I've always been in relationships. Almost. It's, it's a good story. How'd you make me feel like really? Always been in relationships, and this is like the first. This kind of last few months was the first time I've been truly single. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes you get in those moments, you're like, I want to be in love again. You know, like you're, you think about your exes so or sweet. something. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get hit with a moment. You're like, you know, I just like I feel lonely. You want, yeah, you yeah. want someone yeah. there, especially during quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, quarantine. I was with my family the whole time, so I was, mm. you know, and I was still whatever. Mm -hmm, I won't get mm -hmm, into that. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're, me and George are running for a marathon. We ran a marathon a couple oh my weeks God, ago. Congrats! Thank you. Yeah, it, was, it was super cool. Told you, fat pit's going away. <laughs> so <laughs> trying, I'm trying. Stick a little longer. Yeah. I'm gonna try. <laughs> so yeah. we were just running. I don't even know how we came. It, the conversation even started. I'm like, but. I was like, yeah, like I would love if I, you know, we're running today and my shoelace is untied and I just bend over to tie my shoe and then some little cute dog comes and lick my feet and I look up and it's the future love of my life. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? And he's like, how did you even how think, you that? think about that? This? I, I don't like, know why. what movie was that from? <laughs> that would be serendipitous. Yeah, that would be. Or serendipity. Yeah. You never know. Hey, future, future That's possible so love funny. lives for me. Keep well, a look up. Walk Ricky. your dog. Watch me running. Dog wears <laughs> my <laughs> shoes. Uh, dog, um, I double, actually, no, this is never going to happen. I double knot. Look, I'm just looking at my feet right now. <laughs> double knot. Yeah, but when it does happen, it's going to be really Never not. That's how you're just trying to prevent love from happening. Oh, double knotting. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out of here. Honestly, we're like, this conversation jumped all over, but this has been a lot of fun. Oh, Honestly, thanks, really, guys. really fun. Are you going to steal my wrap up again? No, but I'm I'm not. Well, I'm not rapping. I'm just have a couple more. We're kind of near that point okay no, i'll let you wrap it up today though well i wanted to ask like you know you again you you're still you know not even probably in the prime your career you're young you're doing something exciting you kind of you said pivoting all that stuff so what's next for for domico or how how have kind of you adapted through covid mm -hmm. and kind of what's on the horizon for you any big what's next plans? um any yeah. dream projects any like working with yeah the i mean i've always <laughs> i don't you know what i i'm very much someone that lives in the moment I mean, hence quitting my job at 24 and not knowing <laughs> what's next. Yeah. Um, but I, I just genuinely love working with entrepreneurs. So I think uh, it's just, I don't really know what's next. I think what I know is that whatever kind of comes our way as an agency, like we'll do it and we'll, we'll work hard doing it. But um, I would love to one day live on the beach. <laughs> so, I mean, down the road, I guess, I would, uh, it would be a goal to expand into the U.S. and potentially in L.A. Would probably be my, that's like, cool. that would be my dream. The hills. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Well, she's, she's <laughs> legit. She's got the company. Yeah. Work visa's no problem yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day, I mean, I, I would have to figure out how to get my dog there, but. That would be seventy cool. pound mutt. Yes, yeah, so, Dylan. Jesus, yeah. You guys send us a pic. I will do my absolute best to superimpose him on that. Oh part. my god! You remember what time he, was that? His ears are so funny. Do you no. remember the point? No, you don't remember. <laughs> no, no, that's the other part. That it's was okay. The part just, Doing great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it cold in here? I feel like this blasting. I feel like the cold air started blasting. Well, I'm gonna hand you another sweater. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's that's very cool though. I think honestly, I think that's. The dream, it should be the dream for everyone. Live on like a beach and like yeah, I think nice like sun know, all the time. I, I think too, like be nicer, happier. Yeah, I I just I'm all about. Um, I'm, I think one of the reasons I became an entrepreneur was the fact that like no one tells you how hard it's going to be, obviously, mm -hmm. and how many twists and turns you're going to come across. But I think at the end of the day, I wanted a certain life for myself, and I knew that what I wanted and the only way to get there was to do it myself. Yeah, and so I think it's pretty cool. Like every day, just doing it and doing it for me and the people around me and 
we'll see what happens. I don't know. Very we cool. That. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, very, very cool. People don't see the hard side. And people say, oh. you, know, you work for yourself, you're on boss, or you have this big company and you make money. Like, it's true, you get different freedoms and you can dictate yeah. your own schedule. But never there's a lot of like stress and pressure and all that. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure people are getting paid, all this stuff. And yeah, it's, so it's like, a the, lot. There's good and bad. But you know what? Part of me, I'm so happy that people didn't tell me. Because I don't yeah. know. Not that I'm I'm like definitely a risk taker, for sure. I think I'm an entrepreneur, is, but yeah. um, I think if someone told me everything that went behind it, I mean... I don't know if I would have done it at 24, <laughs> but I think if someone asked me now, you know, what would, what would you do? Like if you could, re- I'm like, I would fucking just do it again all over and learn as I, in all of the crazy ways I learned and all those bumps in the road. But you know, you just keep plugging away. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Love that. Well, good for you. Yeah. Thanks, I mean, guys. that's, yeah, I kind of want to, you kind of asked, you kind of asked, answered sort of the, yeah. my question. No, no, but it's okay. Do, do, let's do the proper wrap up. Yeah. yeah. Proper yeah. Wrap-up. There's yeah. no proper wrap up. I mean, we always do it. <laughs> oh, okay. I usually What's, do. Okay. So, Rick, take it away, Rick. <laughs> take it away. <laughs> Carly. Rick's got a couple like things, a, stumping a couple, question. couple like, um, what are they called? Like cues? Okay. Okay. Keynotes. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually time wrap up. We usually just look at each other and we know, but, um, Carlin, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a, yeah. a pleasure. It's such a fun conversation. Thanks guys. Talking about education. To <laughs> we did a lot of traveling by yourself and then, you know, to Beyonce. Yeah. To Beyonce. <laughs> if we don't mention too often, it's been a fun conversation and I, I think the listeners will definitely get, you know, some good timbits out of this that, that they can t- take home with. Um, but I have another question. Hold on. Can you fact check? Is it, tidbits or timbits <laughs> yeah what's the what's the well, word what do you think it i think it's tidbits that's because i say tidbits and he you always say timbits but i think timbits is very canadian, canadian. it could be our thing but i want to know You're that because i always hear say, you think it was some good timbits and i was like is he saying what no 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 like no, the, not not the not, not the, the dough <laughs> not the like the, the <laughs> not, no do you know like the the, right. the phrase well, let's <laughs> not you know the phrase like oh like that was a good timbit <laughs> No, that's that was so good. You know, like, <laughs> like when you give someone a tidbit of information. <laughs> Short. Oh, well, honestly, you know what? It makes this good. The first, like, the oh. Tell a story about. Tell a story okay, about. Okay, so uh, last time <laughs> oh, with the first, so we had our my good uh, we had our good buddy Mark on. Shout, Shout out to Mark. Mark. Honestly, it was a lot. Of, it was we recorded like uh, released, released, yeah, really recently. <laughs> Anyways, it was really fun. He was like a pro. We've, so Jordan's here. Like she's like. Keep it doing, keeping notes, all this stuff. But Mark did like the first time. He's like, "Can you fact check that?" Like, and he I'm pointed like, to her. Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, this guy's a pro." But but she, he because we're talking about hot peppers, and he said a pepper is a fruit. We're like, "No, it's not. It's a vegetable." So he goes, "Can you fact check that?" Jordan's like, "Yeah, it's a vegetable." So we're no, like, no. She paused. Yeah, looked at the computer. Thirty seconds later, I was like, "It's a vegetable." We're like, "Oh, I told you so." Yeah. So Mark's like, "Are you sure?" We're like, "Yeah, we're." No, sure. he barely even said, "Are you?" But sure? No, no. And then he goes, "Okay, whatever." Oh. So then, like thirty minutes later, Jordan's like, "Hey guys, it's a, it's a fruit." And we're like, "What? The one job you had the computer oh, running you?" <laughs> oh, nah, Jordan. Honestly, it probably it made that episode nice better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is, nice this is great. This is great. Um, oh. Great addition to the team. But are we are we ready to wrap it up? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, so I hijacked you. you. We're gonna say Timbits from now on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, our, it's, my, it's my word anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like Timbits yeah, better I like than Timbits. Couple Timbits. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds funny. That's why I I've love it. Hey, our our <laughs> logo's wrong. Our name. Wait, can wrong. I ask one more question? Yes. Yeah, of course. Favorite Timbit flavor. Birthday cake. No questions asked. Hands down. Um, that was easy. Sour cream glazed. Mm. Really? I either that or, or chocolate. I was gonna say dark chocolate. Yeah, tar- be yeah chocolate. But the sour cream one's good. It's like I don't know. It's a weird it's flavor. Super sweet. It's a weird flavor. But yeah. I, don't know, I always liked it. Yeah, interesting. Least favorite. 
old fashioned plain. Yeah, that's so easy. Who eats that? That's crazy. My dad gets that donut. You know what's crazy? No, you order the assorted. That's like seventy pounds. So whenever you order the assorted, I feel like sometimes they purposely throw one in there. Like, oh, for sure. Because yeah, because no one wants. It. Everyone likes vanilla dip, the chocolate dip, the one with the gl- uh, the um, okay. red filling in the middle. Can we actually do a fact check on this? Yeah. Is are the Timbits the actual centers of the donuts? No, I don't know that. I've never. No, they're, they're built in a separate thing. Okay, but then there was this like rumor going around that it was literally the center of the donut. Well, that's what they're called in like the states. If you go to Dunkin' Donuts, they're called donut holes. Yeah, because yeah. that would make imply that they come mm. out of the hole of the donut. I don't know how I knew that. Well, I think Tim Wisdom I think, I think Tim Hortons has <laughs> Wisdom Learn I think your brother <laughs> Does something with Tim Hortons I can't just ask like. Yeah no you know, Okay well he, he actually doesn't Because he's celiac Oh yeah, yes I Yeah I, Which I am too we, uh, well. It's your proper like, proper. Yeah yeah we, we both are And then my dad Is gluten intolerant But like he will Down So that means he still he puts it on the line For Oh he gets so there. sick I'm like dad What are you doing He's like in there. I had to <laughs> Hiding it from his wife And he's <laughs> Actually, this is no. kind of a funny story. So um, he's he's really good friends with Tom Brady, and uh, nope, he, no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, Oh, I don't know if you see his Instagram stories, but he's freaking on that like machine. He's like TB twelve, TB twelve. So he he was in quarant- they were quarantining in Miami. Tom was there with our family friends, and they were the- all there. My sister was there, and my dad is not a healthy like person at all. Well, I mean. He's trying. Um, but, He's on the fat pit, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, honestly, if he could have like everything gluten, he would. And uh, you know, I guess when you're an athlete for that long, 17 years, why wouldn't you want to eat whatever you want? But he just can't. Like he's got to be healthy and take care of himself. So Tom's there, and Tom is like really strict about what he eats, his workouts, and he has my dad on this like workout plan at, in Miami. And uh, my dad's Imagine working Tom out. Tom Brady's your like workout oh, partner. Workout, yeah. Like yeah, health, he, oh, health he's consultant. A, like, like, I mean, who else would you want? Like, for but, sure, but then honestly, you're like you kind of feel old. bad like eating certain things, right? <laughs> so my sister's there, and because uh, they all went there from New York, and someone they they had their dinner, and my dad is you know hiding, and my sister's like, Dad, what are you doing? Right? He's like trying to eat like a leaf for dinner, right? He's trying to everything is so small on his plate. My my sister's like, Dad. What, what is going on? Like, you're not eating. He's trying to show Tom that he's like on a diet. He's not on a diet because my sister turns around. The whole thing is on film. She's videoing him. He's behind. They're in this little concave where the table is. He's like eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> Hiding from Tom that he's eating ice cream because like you're not. He's just so against yeah, like, sugar. Yeah, so sure against. No. And there my dad is just like licking on this ice cream cone. Like Avery, shh. <laughs> I'm starving here. Yeah, yeah food. he's like devouring bread. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tom just like, where's Ty? Ty, <laughs> love yeah, that. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, one last thing, actually, before we do wrap up, um, I'm gonna get our good friends over at Queen Street Bakery. Okay, <gasps> do you know them? Yeah, I actually just did um, the influencer send out. Oh, they had so their fun. stuff. No, I would love to, but I just got introduced to them because of this Kiss brand. Yeah. We did an influencer send out to uh, to some people, and we included them. Yeah, for the gluten free bread. They their bread's amazing. Incredible, it is amazing. amazing. Yeah. So I'll get. Uh, oh, I'm gonna put you in touch with Tony and Chio. Those yeah, are the president and founder. We'll get them to send you thank and your, your you family so and a bunch of stuff yes. as well. Yeah, they're, they actually they actually just uh, they posted something about Max because um, of something with I think it was uh, World Diabetes Day or something because okay. he's a type 1 so yeah yeah 
Yeah. Very so cool. yeah, we'll we'll put you guys yeah, all be in incredible. touch. Incredible. Thank uh, you. Create some other entrepreneurs. Some pals. Yeah. Some more Synergies. pals. Synergies. Yeah. So I can have word. some more yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> she did it. Rick's so uh, so like you wouldn't know this, and I tell this almost every episode. <laughs> that was so. You took you like the way you she said it. Your brain processed. I was thinking about something else. It went like this. It was like oh, I got it. I love, and you might have noticed this during the episode. I love callback jokes. Yeah. And I think it happened. And, uh, you, a, lot of call see, ba- a lot of comments about callbacks yeah. on this wall. So yeah. all, all comedians in their like one or two hour skits, that's, that's <laughs> how they make it, right? Their skits are broken up into four parts and each part connects to each other and then the last final joke or they're one of their send-off They'll foreshadow jokes. something and go back to yeah, it. Yeah, and they'll go back yeah. and it's like the funniest joke in the world. And I've always loved them. I find them the funniest, even though they're not that funny. Me personally, I find them like so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And lately, people have been catching on and doing them like Ronnie. Remember Ronnie's really He's funny one? Good. The Pradas. The Pradas. <laughs> so it was good. I love that you did that. Great, that was. Rick love loves that a callback. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> it's good. Uh, okay, well, this wrap up has been like twenty minutes now. But anyways, the, we have two questions we always ask yeah. every single guest. Okay. The first, if there was a movie about your life, oh god, who would you want to star as you? It can be any person from any point in time. Who would I? Oh man. Um. Ooh, that is a tough one. Ah, well, you know we probably should. Send these two questions. No, 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 no. no, no. no it's kind of good. Yeah, we, it's nice. It's good because this one. But I, you know what? This I, one stumps more people than than it, mine. Yeah. Oh, oh who, shoot! There's another. <laughs> one. There's, there's another one. I'm just gonna take my nah, bathroom break now. This one will be easier for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Arlen, you are funny. No. I like that. I like that. Um, okay. Does it have to be someone I like really like that's an actor? It could be anybody. It's you. Okay, it's me. Pick me in a movie. You know what? So when I was a kid. um and this is, I don't think I look, so when I was a kid, I used to look like the, you know, um, Friday Night Lights, that little girl in that movie. I don't watch Friday Night Lights. In the oh, movie, in the, movie, the show, in the, in the movie. movie. It was Hayden yes. Penetier. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I know exactly what you're yes. So yes. when I was a kid, it's actually crazy. Like there's a photo, <laughs> insert photo, but like there's a photo. Give me a lot of work to do. I have so one photo. Sorry. I got to do three this episode. <laughs> yeah, like five. He doesn't even remember which one. Yeah. <laughs> the dog? Um, Fat pit. <laughs> I threw in the fat. I almost. I don't know how I got that. Sorry. Um, Hate Panettiere. Continue. No, I, but I. You know, I love. It, it's just funny because I. I don't think I looked like her at, at all. But there's this childhood photo that I have, and her and I look identical. So I always had that. Like growing up, people, even though it was so much like I was way younger than her. Um, it was just funny to see. But I really love Kate Hudson. So I'd probably oh. say like Kate Hudson is hilarious so funny i don't know if you see her pot like you've ever listened to her podcast no oh my god guys it's good oh it's her and her brother and they're so funny check it it's out. a good it's a good podcast yeah okay. um is they talk about their life the actually yo, you know what you guys are up there uh, together come on but she had a uh, dax i think dax shepherd on there yeah, um dax is huge. because they used to date and like the oh, stuff that oh, she talks about is so funny because He's, his stories are crazy. His stories are crazy. And her brother's there. And I'm just like picturing my brother and my dynamic. We chirp each other all the time, like call each other pigeons. So <laughs> I, I'm i just like listening to this podcast as though that's me, my brother, yeah, and my yeah, sister. Yeah. And it's it's called Sibling uh, Rivalry. Right, right, yeah, Sibling Rivalry. It's, it's good? so funny. Good work. Yeah. Fact check. <laughs> good job. She's on it. She's on it. She, on um, the ball. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. So Jordan. I'd say that. I'd okay, probably like say I, I love Kate Hudson. never got she's Kate so Hudson. funny. Nope. Yeah. All right, Georgie, wrap if, it up. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what oh, would it be? God, don't get too hard on myself. 
I think I used to, as a kid, I was super, um, just like not a perfectionist, but I was so everything had to like go as planned. And now I'm just like, there's no plan. You just fucking go. Like it doesn't matter what. Yeah. And you kind of just go and figure it out. And I think if I had a plan, I wouldn't be where I am today. So it's not the ER, it's PR. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's a wrap, folks. (laughs) (laughs) No. Before we do actually wrap up, if people want to find out more about you and your business, where should they go? Instagram. My website is, I'm working on my website. You guys get it. Like Don't worry, so are we. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, we create websites for our clients and then there's mine. It's not non-existent. Yeah. Um, no, because I when I did the rebrand, I took everything down. So I just relaunched my Instagram and it is um, at Domi underscore co underscore Inc., um so there dm me i mean my instagram i'm very accessible on there so yeah instagram probably Perfect. the best well we'll share all, we'll make sure Thanks, we share guys. everything yeah, and of course thank you so much for having me it was so fun this was Thanks a blast for setting it up this is a great yeah. way to spend my yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah good job yeah great no it was uh, it was so much fun so yeah. thanks this was guys a blast. So if you made it to the end of this don't forget to subscribe follow everybody here leave us a review all those fun things and that's it signing off pals bye is that it? Later, yeah. <laughs> you like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every high. Got alone, no one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.